one. It's J- July. Do we have another show in July? Is there? An- oh, there is. Okay, we. It's the second, the penultimate show here in July twenty-two. So we got it's another a big word for you. first. Good I know. Word, yeah. That's word. I get one a week, and my brain stops, and that's it. That's where we. It's, it's here. This is the. This is the time. So I learned a new one the other day. Yeah, that's kind of related to that. It's it's penannular. Penannular was that is the it's it's a circle that's almost complete so it's like uh you know like that it's just not not touching it but it's almost complete there's a word for yeah, that what's yeah why what like is that used in math or like what is the i think it was it was used to describe a piece of jewelry or a or something like that like she wore a penannular necklace which means like she wore a circle oh. that wasn't like complete or something i see think okay okay let me now now i got me yeah uh, i'll ask my uh my mother-in-law she's a jeweler we'll see if you're right there we go penannular yeah penannular brooch Hmm. yeah it's like the omega symbol it's almost oh okay got it got it big words today co what's your we we both brought big words what's your big word uh floxynoxyhilipilification okay and what does that mean no idea Great. Use that one in a sentence chat uh, once a week. That's your uh, that's your homework. Good luck. Thanks for watching the show. We'll be back next week with three more <laughs> words. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Thank you for being here for Dropped Consonants. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Zeke, what have you been up to? How you been? Everything good? I've been good. I've been really good. Uh Playing uh, like we had a very fun week of playing games. Got to do some, uh, got to do some video game RP, which I think might have been my like my second forest, ever time right? doing it uh, on stream. Yeah, we did the forest. Oh, yep. how was yep. it? Oh, it was wonderful. It was super amazing, but also like it's one of those one of those things where uh, you if you watch a stream of it, sometimes you're like. Man, this, I mean, it seems like really easy. Like, it's like it's really relaxing. It's mentally uh, taxing. Taxing. It's yeah. exhausting uh, to do it the whole for, time, for right? Multiple hours yeah. to play a different character. And that's like, I get like much respect to anyone out there who does like every day, either doing video game RP or RP of some sort, like whether they like have a persona that they portray every day. Yeah. Like, God damn, dude, that's. Like I've done tabletop a lot, and I know how how you know emotionally and mentally exhausting that is. But I didn't know it was going to be that that way with a video game as well. But it definitely was, and it was a blast, dude. It was so much fun. Nice. Was that a yeah. one one day thing, or was it multiple days? No, it was a it was a uh, for uh, Izzy Soul is a hundred month sub in my channel, and ah. for their their game choice. They said, I want you to do some video game RP. And I was like, okay, okay, I'll try and I'll try and put that together. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. And thankfully it all came together. It took, it took a little bit yeah, uh, of doing because, you know, scheduling and all that kind of shit. Sure. But I, wow. I got uh, classy packs and uh, Milton T Pike one. I don't know if you pronounced the one, but uh, got both of those guys to come over and, and RP with me. And it was just a, just a hoot the whole way, the whole time. 
So not only will you take game requests for your 100 month subs, but you will take like event requests. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it's if it's within my power to do it, and I will I'll do it. You know, it's Come not on, I mean, you don't get to tell me to, you know, wax my ass or something. That's no, I won't do that. <laughs> Oh, come but on, man. My 100-month is coming up. Yeah, like, that's... Uh, me and Co. were just going to have you double wax JP was going to do front. I was going to do back. Yeah. Yeah. If it's low impact, like, if I don't have to do a lot of setup, like, th- this was probably the most amount of setup I'm willing to do for uh, for one of those 100-monthers. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you can think of something, like, whatever, like... It, no one's the funny thing is i don't think anyone's chosen to specifically do a co-op game with me like they've done i've done a couple of multiplayer games and i asked them if you know do you want to join me and they're like oh sure i'm like isn't that why you did it like did, don't you want to play a game with me yeah i feel like that uh, the idea <laughs> of playing games with a broadcaster for the, for the longest time is not it's just kind of been like shunned like that's not necessarily an option that people consider. I think. Sure. Because sure. so many broadcasters are just like no, like I don't want to do that, right? So they're also even consider it. To be fair, on the other side of that, we we do kind of smell. We have like it's like an old it's man true. smell, except it's like a streamer smell. Yeah. So I can kind of, I understand it. Yeah, especially Zeke. He doesn't shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Regularly, oh, man. Yeah. Not regularly. No. Oh yeah. man, I have, I tell you, I've I've seen Zeke a few times IRL, and both times it is it is a the only word a pungent musk mm. i think that's the only yeah. way i can adequately describe it like, yeah. a, you, have, you ever seen like a musk. yeah you know what a, you know what a punch dagger is from like D. <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> the dagger that, that like you you grip it and it's like at the end of your like a point at the end of your fist yeah. metal point yeah that's like the smell that's how it hits you like, <laughs> like a punch dagger yeah your face starts bleeding like you've been hit with a spiked <laughs> object <laughs> yeah that's correct oh my god dude that's correct also also we're uh we're giant egotists so you know playing co-op with us is dicey at best. yeah horrible experience yeah that's also true that's also true uh well cool i'm glad everything's going well see glad glad you got to play how'd you like the forest we'll talk about it i guess yeah yeah i'd love okay. to i'd love to chat about it yeah yeah uh, later chat about it a little bit later in the show co how's everything going with you good man Fucking along, getting my my little bit of games in that I can in our slight break, and uh, yeah, just chugging along, man. Life is is very busy right now, but I'd have it no other way. So, cool. all right, cool, all right. Glad to hear it. Uh, what are you yeah. busy with? Oh yeah, what what are you busy like with? IRL stuff. Yeah, Zeke's yeah. calling um, you out. <laughs> yeah, we've got like a, a big outbuilding that's being built. Uh, that's been all sorts of stuff. We have like multiple home repairs going on. We're, we're we we got this house middle of last year. Mm. Um, that that basically it's a great house. It's a huge house, but it definitely came with some issues. Um, so we've been you know oh, so you working our way that. through that. We did not build the house. No, no, it was okay. a, it was an established house. Um, it was it's basically our dream house, except the fact that it was it wasn't like taken care of for x amount of years so we're mm. having to like get everything back in order you know we did some renovations and um just a lot it's a lot so we're basically doing like everything that we can now we're taking like a year two years completely fixing it up doing the upgrades we want because uh too many times in our life what's happened is we've moved into a house 
like done what we need to to keep it going but then right before we move out you like do the improvements and fix it up all nice and everything <laughs> and then you, you you put all the money into it just so you can sell it yeah. and it's like this time we're finally deciding to do the reverse of the whole thing so we're, we're trying to get everything up you know we want to be in this house forever so we're doing all the big updates and stuff now and we're hopefully going to enjoy it for a long time nice that's the way to do it although yeah. home renovation sucks <laughs> we'll just yes get that out there it's don't do it uh, yeah it. it's bad time yeah bad time yeah we've time got a we've got a kitchen reno coming up so that's oh that's fun probably, i did that are you yeah. having well yeah i'm sure you're having people come in and build it our kitchen reno took about 10 months because they were just bad it it was good for like two months and then the yeah. kitchen was like half complete for about eight so yeah we we um the kitchen renovation we want to do is is pretty extensive and they've already warned us it's going to take a, a long time yeah so we're we're making making plans it has have... our kitchen all the time with our three kids every <laughs> single day multiple times so have mater- we think we figured out what to do though so we're oh, working good. on that right now that's good yeah have materials uh gotten easier to come by these days no like, it's, no it's in fact mater- here here's the thing so the housing is everyone doing insane. it now housing market's insane it's still insane it's yeah. coming down like a little bit but it's not you know all the way there so basically what's going on now is not only is the housing market still nuts but a huge amount of people are building especially mm. in the area that i am right now it's on fire so that means two things in particular that means that materials are insane in fact there's numerous places around here that are so like like you there's literally numerous places around here where there are just like half finished houses standing because materials got so crazy that they just stopped building the house like you'll see like an entire foundation with like pipes coming out and everything just sitting there and has been sitting there for years because it's too expensive so um there's that that's going on and then and then the other big problem is workers they're like every every job and every crew is backed up for like literally a year because there's so many different ways they're being pulled so it's it's a it's a lot it's a lot yeah absolutely a lot yeah i didn't know it gotten worse but i guess that makes sense because why not right like why wouldn't it get worse after no one was doing anything for a while there so yeah dude and it's so surprising like i got like a, a replacing the just the wooden fence around our house and yard right and i got the first estimate and i was like twelve thousand. what now <laughs> yeah what's I'm gonna, I'm gonna get i'm gonna get at least three more estimates yep. 13 13 what Twelve thousand sounds good. Twelve thousand sounds good. When when we moved in, we cleared out almost eight acres for my wife to have one of her pastures, and we're currently working on getting the quotes for fencing that in. Ooh, her horses, and uh, and that's not just normal fencing. That's that's ranch woo, fencing. It is. It is fencing. a. It is. It is a. It is a thing. Um, <laughs> it is. It is a thing. Yeah, that's not going to be many, cheap. many, 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 many things. Get those sponsored streams. You know when Co starts yeah. doing a raid Shadow Legend sponsor that his fence is getting close to being done. <laughs> that's the the no. Yeah. That's the tell. Um that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like every like like for the past month and probably for the next couple of months, I'll start any sponsored stream I got with like welcome to my fence. This is for my fence. <laughs> yeah. And also like once I once I agreed to it, I had to plunk down like 
50 percent you know just right there just and uh they're like all right we'll call you in six weeks oh yeah it took us two months to get one company to come out for a quote and then they came out and quoted us and they said yeah we should be ready to come out and and do this if you sign now in december and it's just like geez how, how busy are you yeah. <laughs> like oh my god man it's a big company too it's not like it's not like a like it, it's just everyone everyone is so slammed right now hmm. uh it is it is wild it is wild. yeah really wild. i wonder if this is is just this this period of time or it'll get it'll drop later like is it just like wood is so hot right now it's so hard to get like it's from, so from, expensive it'll drop a in price yeah. It will drop eventually, and it will probably okay. drop pretty hard. But it's not going to drop necessarily anytime soon. Um, it is. It is right now a seller's market, like big time, big time. Yeah, so, probably... I've owned my house for less than a year, and we have already been informed that the value of our property has gone up twenty percent in our area. Yeah, not including any of the work we've actually done, and that's like the whole area. That's just not like that's not my house. It's the whole area. <laughs> it's crazy absolutely crazy oh, i just keep you just got to keep telling yourself the uh, same thing i'm telling myself it's like i'm just gonna add that to the price of the house the fence like if i sell it i'm gonna add that to the price oh yeah yeah oh invest it absolutely absolutely I put in, like if i put in a new like just a new bolt in my in my uh i don't know faucet or something like why are you selling your house for you know five hundred thousand and ten cents <laughs> Would you like to see? Because I could show you the bolt that you'll be getting <laughs> yeah, inclusive this to your bolt purchase. Ten cents. Uh, congratulations! So right here. Yeah, it's all investment. But it is Co's oh, right. It's it's a bubble. Eventually, it's gonna burst. It's not gonna be a fun burst. I'll I'll say that much. Oh, it, well. It's the thing is though is it's it's this is one of those situations when it's a very mixed bag because mm. there is going to be a a burst on on real estate. It is eventually going to come down. Yeah. Be, but the thing is, is although that will lose a lot of people the value, there are also millions and millions of, and this is not just in the in the states, by the way. This is all over the world. There's there's housing issues, especially like Canada and a lot of places in the EU. There's a huge amount of people that need that burst to happen so they can get a good home. So it's like sure, it's going to yeah. suck when it happens, but at the same time, like this is this is one that needs to it needs to work its way through and happen. Yeah. It's 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 been it's been a problem for years. It's becoming more of a problem every year. So. It's coming. Everyone knows it. It's just taking its sweet time to get here. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's and welcome to us. Economics eating up eating yeah. up minutes. Yeah. Because because gaming it's it's a what news would call a a slow news day a slow news week. I'd say it's a little dry right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's summer. Gaming is always dry around this time. Like July is yeah, when sure. games go to die. That's just you, you get like one big release or maybe two if you're lucky every year. Uh, but we're also just in like the the post COVID slump in terms of everything got delayed, and so yeah. next year is going to be fucking insane. Uh, stuff in that was rushed releases. came out early this year, yeah. and the stuff that is delayed is coming out later this year. So right now we're in this really thorough no man's land for releases. Yeah, yeah. And, and also being a streamer, us. like being a streamer, if this is your if this is your job, this is your paycheck or whatever. You like it's it's still tough, but you like remind yourself every year like summer has a slump summer has a, there's a slump in in subs like so, so you, you're expected yeah and every year i'm like shit 
forgot to expect it again. <laughs> I look, I'm, Damn it. Okay. We'll, we'll pick it back up in the fall. Okay. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It'll pick back up. People start going back to school. People stop traveling. People start watching streams. That's the, the whole deal. How it goes. Don't worry. By then we'll be in our recession. That's also Whee! true. That's that's a real. <laughs> yeah. That's a real thing as well. Yeah. Oh, can't wait yeah, for that. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, there was a little bit of news this week. Two Twitch items. Uh, that shared band info, or the shared band thing, finally came out, or officially came out, I should say. Um, so close. Co, I, I, have to, uh, I have to admit, our conversation in Slack, I didn't actually realize what you were saying, and I thought you just generally meant, no, not without reason. And so I was like, well, that's kind of a prickish thing to say. <laughs> then I realized, oh, he means oh, not no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. The problem, the problem is that I, the band, like, and what's funny is we talked, uh, when it was hinted, we talked about the exact yes. issue that could happen if they were to release it without reason. And that's exactly what they did. And that's what I was saying. So for those who don't know, there's this new shared <laughs> band thing. But the problem is that, it doesn't tell you why those people are banned in other channels. Yes. And that is such a huge issue because that means, for instance, years and years ago, I jump into Cobalt stream thing. I'm, I'm, I'm a brand new streamer. I'm doing copy pasting of, of a block of text that I'm spreading around to some gaming communities. I have advertising my stream. I'm not paying attention. I accidentally control V in Cobalt Streak's channel and I drop my little paste of come watch me on my Twitch channel, blah, blah, blah. Cobalt Streak of mods obviously immediately banned me. Yeah because I made a huge mistake, right? Today, if I were to have done that, like somebody told me earlier, that basically would have been like a mini cancellation if Cobalt was shared amongst <laughs> the other streamers, amongst the other streamers that I followed at that time. So one mistake could have led to like literally being banned everywhere in that social circle if everyone had shared ban lists. Yeah. So without, again, without knowing the reason, like it, it, it's without being able to see why somebody banned somebody, it's, for me, I hate saying it, it's almost useless because yeah. there there yeah. are there are so many reasons that people get banned and there's no way, there's no way that all of yours line up with every other caster. Um, granted, you may have the situation where like, you know, you, you, you're in a, a relatively small group of casters and you all have the exact same set of rules and bannable offenses and you communicate with each other about this stuff. Maybe you have a shared discord, you know, something like that. But that's just not the reality of all streamers in all situations. And that would also take a lot of time to manage and things of that nature. So it's, it's unfortunately like the system is awesome. I am super glad that this is here. I just hope to all that is holy that they're not done making it because with just like one little extra step of us being able to view why the person was banned in the channels or banned in um, would make this system go from like basically unusable to basically a staple on the on twitch like, that would be amazing yes, that would yeah. be incredible like, the first thing i would do is basically go to like everyone i know and be like let's let's do a bandless share like let's do this um but in its current state i'm not sharing with anyone and i don't plan to i want to make it like That's i want to say step. this for everyone in my chat bands are not timeouts are not bands so don't don't have to the, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah don't go on your permanent record it's like that's like <laughs> letting getting record. let off with a warning. A ban is like a felony would be a felony on your record, but like a timeout in my channel, I just hand those out like candy. I'm just like, yeah, I ban for fun. 
Yeah, a ton of streamers. I ban for fun. I let people I ban themselves for fun. For fun. <laughs> yep. And also, that's another thing that I'm not sure about with this system. If you get if banned for it. fun in a channel, and then that auto bans you in other channels, does I don't... it then unban you if that person unbans you? So does it actually? Because if it doesn't, then that like then joke bans are a thing of the past if you have a shared ban list. That it? would be incredibly unlike. Yeah. Oh, I can't get into the settings of this. So I don't, does it actually auto ban you from the channels or does it just immediately mark them as suspicious? I think you can set it. Okay. I think you have a behavioral, so there I think is a you have a behavioral option, bans. I think. Okay. Cause I know, I know by, I think the default is that it's a warning. This person's uh, suspicious or something like that. And that only shows up for the broadcaster. Um, but yeah, part of me also wonders if there's some like legal issue with them sharing chat data from stream to stream like if if what whatever that what's the is it gdpr is that there's the... there's there's gdpr yeah and there's the i think it's i always forget the exact name but i think it's called the right to be forgotten which okay. is a big pit on gdpr which is why the chat history on screens and persistent manners is such a big deal because yeah. theoretically the idea is that at any point somebody can contact twitch and say i want every piece of evidence ever pertaining to anything i've said to be removed Right. And Twitch would have to say, okay. And as far as I know, right to be forgotten. Yeah. The, uh, so as far as I know, as long as Twitch kept that, like, bans and logs are, or, or, or logs and lists are just fine. Like, they just have to give the ability for people to, on request, remove all that information off of their platform. Yeah. Um, again, from what I understand, this is all legalese law stuff, though. So, yeah. I mean, that, keep that in mind, anyone listening to us. That might be the biggest issue as a complete outsider and someone that has zero knowledge on this of why twitch can't include reasons across channels they already have logs so i mean like the, the but they're not sharing them actively there. across channels is what i'm saying like is the act of sharing that information against gdpr because hmm. it's taking it from one channel it's taking it from one entity to another entity i would think i i don't know uh again not a lawyer i i would I would think that Twitch would probably have to yeah. have a legal person look at that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Again, as far as far as I understood, all logging and stuff is fine as long as the person is given an avenue to remove it from the site if possible. And if somebody okay. were to do that for Twitch, I'm assuming that would remove it from the entire platform, not just like one channel or two channels. Like, sure, it, their yeah. their entire presence would be removed from the platform. Um, if again, if they're even complying, I don't even know if they have to comply with that stuff. Like in their in their current state, know. who knows what outs they've figured out you know so, yeah yeah i don't know but you're right I, without the reasons it <laughs> with that context your message in slack makes a hell of a lot of different yes it should have been clearer sorry about that yeah <laughs> well no it chat like like helped me get there a day or so later like oh i think yeah. you meant that oh okay that makes sense i'm also frankly in my like in, and i'll just say it bluntly in my channel i'm like we i allow full backseat gaming in my channel and i'm also super super relaxed compared to most other streamers in terms of how you can berate me before i ban you mm. so with that being said like it, it's a huge deal to me to know like exactly what a person did before i just remove them from the channel and i think a lot of other streamers feel that way you know if, if jp doesn't necessarily want to remove someone from his channel that i banned in my channel because he was being a dick to me that doesn't that i mean sure he might have been being a little offensive to me but that's between me and that person it doesn't necessarily right. mean that he's going to be a dick to JP. 
maybe he's super nice to JP because he likes JP more. And in that case, it's like, why would you ban him from his channel? You know, like it, it's, it's just, it's a weird situation. It's a yeah. weird situation. And I think that also, you know, there's also the opposite of everything you just said where people were like, yeah, be nice to everyone, right? Like, don't be yeah. a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Some people are just that's like, true. get the fuck out. If Don't be a dick or get the fuck out. So it, it really just comes down to uh, the information is crucial there because without that, it's all or nothing both ways. So you got to, you got to like figure that out. One, one single person in your chat can be the life of the party in your chat and lead to great discussion and, and, you know, offer great advice and do everything you want them to. So just the idea of blanket removing people without knowing why is a scary concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So we'll see. Hope like you are exactly right. Hopefully they, you know, at least comment on that and say why they can't or why they will or when they will, et cetera. Um, I'm hoping it's just they wanted to get out a base system and they're going to be working on it and stuff. That's the hope. Fingers crossed. Like, yeah. Hopefully we'll see this iterated on and improved and have features added in because it is a great first step. Like it is the, the premise of the system is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to like, I would love to be just, I would love to share ban lists with, with everybody I possibly can. I know there's a, like a 30 limit. I think you can share. Yep. That's uh, max. But I don't think it'll affect me. I think I, I want it because it'll read like, Oh, uh, you know, like, like a, like just the like the funny papers in the morning be like all right let's see what your reason for banning it <laughs> that's great shout out and think it run there is no auto ban system for, for the first part so that you can't even turn that off and your feedback has already been forwarded to the team so yeah he was saying that in my chat as well appreciate that ron that's that's fantastic <clears throat> yeah no i'm right there with you zeke i uh i think that there is I think honestly where the value Zeke for someone like the two of us would be oh. getting on, sorry, I pointed it's reverse getting on Co's list would be that Co has, you know, three to four times, sometimes six to eight times the audience. Right. And so right, just right, the right. scope of, of people that that could cover that may or may not come to our channel since we have a shared audience would be much more beneficial to the two of us. And so, like, yeah. big streamers definitely have a little bit more of, like, value to getting into their shared ban list, ultimately. Also, eventually, if you, if you for instance, keep dropping F-bombs in my chat, eventually the bot will just auto-ban you. Yeah. So, in that case, someone be, would be... Ban you or time out? It, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it bans it. Well, if somebody keeps doing it over and over, the mods notice it. They, you know, they're a sure. rule breaker at that point. But, but, I mean, you guys don't have any language restrictions. So, it's like, that would, that would be someone on your ban list. It's not breaking either of your rules in any way. Sure, they're not following my rules. At least not rules, for fuck. That yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to break your rules. Right. You know? So, yeah. 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 A lot of, lot of good things. Smart, that them. being said, all of you, everyone, <laughs> and everyone you know, and your family as well. Thank you. Thank you for watching, by the way. Uh, someone in my channel brought up, uh, like, not just swear words, but like, you know, uh, racial epithets homophobia like those those words that we all know sure um someone asked me like would i be would i would i auto ban or not auto ban would i would i look at that someone who has you know been banned from another channel for you know using using racial or, or homophobic epithets would i like just immediately go no 
That's a tough one, man. It's it's like I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. Like I know like situationally it's probably ninety-nine percent inexcusable, but that's why I make I'd make a terrible judge. Because like if I was up there I'd be like, Yeah, I can sort of see it their way, you know, like it's I mean you gotta stab people sometimes. Like I get that. I don't I don't Honestly, think I, I guess that's a personal like, decision. I have, I, torture myself over it be like ah oh, get a second chance in my channel for me absolutely if 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 i knew somebody was using racial or homophobic or, or really any mostly ex-phobic words of any kind i would i would absolutely want to ban them initially yeah but like we always say you know if they put in an unbanned request they give a great reason like uh, of course second chance we're all about second chances but i think that that you got to you got to kind of come down on that stuff hard. There's got to be a line, you, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a line and it's like if 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 you if somebody is 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 says that in chat and then you ban them, they put in an unban request and they were like, you know, holy shit, I'm so sorry about that. Like I had a horrible day, you know, I like some really good reasons, you know, it'll never happen again. I feel bad about. You know, like if there's actually like some kind of thinking behind it. Like, you know, that's yeah. kind of like, well, you know, we make mistakes and hopefully you can learn from it and that's all we any of us can do. Um, but in the same vein, like you, you gotta hit that stuff hard when it happens. Like, yeah. And the, well, the thing is like, I'm lazy, dude. So like once, if, if they have a good reason I'm probably not going to read it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I would decide right then and there, if I wanted to, to ban them or not, because I don't, I'm not going to read what happened. Like, I don't yeah. have, I don't have the inclination to do that. I don't, I don't really care. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that and that's how you run your channel like that's that's at the end of the day it's how you run your channel for me it's like i don't i don't deal with any of that my mods deal with all of it like i don't i'm not the person that's reading any of those unbanned requests if the mods deem like i trust my team enough that if they deem someone needs to be unbanned or they sent in a reason that made sense okay i'm not going to remember the person that got banned three months ago in the channel for saying some rant i don't know who that fucking person is <laughs> like, yeah I, I like this podcast because we have zeke where he's like i'm hands off yeah and jp's and jp's like i got people for that yeah and i'm over here and, and i'm like i'm king co and i rule with an iron fist everyone you don't do exactly ma'am. like i like i i have two hands on chat the entire time in yeah. complete control and if any of them steps out of line a single time then they get the switch yeah. um because Everyone's that's different. frankly what Absolutely. Pirate show. I think dictator co. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Wait, you give your mods a switch? Oh no, that's, that's chat in general. Just any any anyone talking. Hmm. Oh, you didn't mean the video game system. You meant oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he meant the video game system. I thought you I bribed. I actually, I actually meant everyone gets a switch. Everyone gets a switch. If you go, if you go to the channel. There you go. Enjoy. Yeah, you get a switch for tuning in. That's how it works. A switch in spirit. Yeah. yeah. Full disclaimer, you are not actually getting a switch. Yeah. <laughs> no physical switches yeah we need the reasons that's that's i haven't seen uh from at least i should say from my social circles on on twitter i haven't seen really anyone that i know that's using the system at this point um i'm I'm just being quiet about it yeah 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 that's that's probably a better way of, of looking at it um but i would love to know like how it's going if if there is a a group of of people out there a group of streamers that are using the system and, and if it's working well and, and how they're liking it i have talked to numerous other streamers about the system and almost every single one of them has mentioned 
needing to see reasons as well. Um, I would yeah. not be surprised if it's the kind of thing where that gets added in and, and publicized that we'll see a lot more people using it. Yeah. Um, me being one of them, I, I will turn it on instantly and you two will be the first two I go towards. And like, you know, Sacral, Anthony Kong Pan, like the whole, the whole, yeah. whole, every, pretty much everyone I know that I interact people. with. I absolutely, I, I will list. fill that list up. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I do know that some people are using it. Okay. Um, I especially, I, I do know also, um, I have seen more than a few because I follow a lot of, of um, different like circles. And there's, there's definitely some smaller streamers and some smaller groups of streamers that apparently are utilizing it and it's working very well for them. But that goes back to the whole like like-minded like streamers with like-minded rule sets and things like that. They all kind of don't right. follow the same stuff kind of thing. And apparently it's working well for them. So even even in its current Sweet. state, it seems to be working for, for some people. Cool. Well, if it's got a good base, then get the reasons in there. I'm super, super stoked to use it. That's when it first got announced, I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still excited a, for it. Yeah. Does it, yeah, it doesn't need much more work to be awesome. And it's a huge step in the right direction. I mean, this this kind of control and this kind of stuff is is stuff again we've been wanting the entire time Twitch has existed. Mm -hmm. So these are these are very good steps in a good direction. Yeah, I also the other I think the next step maybe outside of that is with <clears throat> unbans. If it would be a uh, shared unban feature, right? Like if someone unbans them, does if someone goes in your chat says whatever you ban them, then that filters out to the list. And then two months later, submit a request to get unbanned. If you unban them, does it go to all everyone else? And that's if so, exactly, does it give a reason? That's <laughs> exactly what I was talking about with joke bans. Yes. Where you ban yeah. somebody and then instantly unban them. It'll get the ban, but will it get the unban? So true. it's like, could you could you inadvertently cancel somebody in all of your friends' streams um, because you were just messing with them in yours? Like yeah. that would be That would be big. Have to consider like that's the, that's that's not easy stuff for twitch to no. come up with no, not at all. because in the same vein if somebody does get banned in a whole bunch of channels and they appease to one of the streamers should twitch unban them and all the other streamers or should the person have to then go through and and appease everyone each of them yeah because then it's like a situation of uh which parent do, do can i talk to that's going to give me what i want is mom <laughs> going to say yes no i better ask dad then and it's like they should true. just like go down the list you're not going to unban me okay what about this guy you're not going to unban me okay what about this guy yeah <laughs> so yeah. that you know that can be a little weird too yeah, yeah and somebody else somebody else just brought up a, a really great point in chat hell this happened yesterday in my channel a mod misclick a mod is a mod is going for someone in chat and they accidentally get somebody else does that mean that person got misclicked his permit in all the other chat rooms yeah or even if it doesn't permit in the other it, they get a suspicious flag right like that, that's true that exactly, exactly. good point good point yeah. good point especially for people again with the like-minded thing yeah because well the, the thing we have to remember is in its current iteration with no reasoning if people are using that system effectively and not going out and getting history you can essentially say it's going to be abandoned the other channels because they're all kind of trusting each other so if the flag is there person will probably ban them probably ban unless them. they are actually talking to everyone else about every individual person which isn't really yeah yeah, yeah. for me that it, it happened the other day someone joined my stream is like oh yeah i'm banned in x chat and i have mod in x chat so i went over there i looked at the mod and he's like oh well that's kind of weird i'm not gonna ban you for that <laughs> that's because i had the reason of of this other person's chat um so it, it definitely made me like 
consider or think about the uh the whole thing in terms of would i just be okay like getting rid of them right out of the gate so we'll see uh it it raises a lot of questions i think for a lot of a lot of streamers and and for twitch as well on on how they want to uh on how they want to go about that so the other thing which i haven't seen really that many people discuss apart from just like a round of applause and a thumbs up um so i'm curious on y'all's take on it there is a new twitch charity thing um that they debuted the twitch charity beta uh i'll pull up this screenshot of it so we can kind of see how this works and if you guys know more information about this because i'm just going to be reading the bullet points here by all means jump in um but they're saying it's their new built-in fundraising stream feature that allows you to set up and run a stream for charity in just a few clicks the hassles of running a charity stream tracking donations converting subs and bits managing multiple programs and apps at once what we're hoping to make is minimal uh, minimally has hassle as possible hassle free as possible i guess what they meant to there and fewer hassle frees um focuses you up or frees you up to focus what you want to do best so the question is if you guys do a charity stream would you use this have you have you researched it enough do you know enough about the system to know the ins and outs of it is does it seem good does it seem great does it from seem bad? what i understand first of all twitch makes it very clear they're not taking a cut okay that's, right there that's a big thing off the bat is awesome yeah second if you read in the faq they specifically says say that twitch also does not claim the, the tax stuff they're tied into a paypal Ish. system okay. for getting charity and from what i understand using that system you can actually get the tax incentives of the charity to the person who actually did the donation which is um, which is also fantastic that's fantastic the oh, other the, really the um, giving fund there we go yes the paypal I'll giving so from what i understand if i set up the charity via the twitch system on my stream and kismar in chat donates a hundred dollars then he can then claim that hundred dollars on his taxes to charity which is huge like that's that's a big deal yeah one of the main reasons one of the the wild west things that used to happen is twitch streamers would accept tips to themselves and then give that to charity and that has all sorts of tax problems <laughs> yeah. doing that so that's yeah, a nightmare. So the fact that spots are great here, here's here's what I'll say about this system. If this system works as well as it seems to look like it does work, then this will 100% be the system I use for this stuff going forward. Um, it all tracks in Twitch. That means you can use it. Uh, I'm hoping it works with with all the notification software that people have. It makes it easy and intuitive. It's mostly it's through official channels. And also, to put it bluntly, there's been some drama over charity streams and companies that are there to run charity streams. Like just recently, there was a big thing about charity streams, like basically quasi telling folks that they don't need to put in hashtag ad when they're being sponsored to run charity events. Like there's a huge thing about that. Huh. Um, yeah, that, that's, and, and more stuff may come out about that, but yeah. it's there, there you, anytime you bring in a third party for that kind of stuff, that just means there's more opportunity for stuff to not go as planned or not go right or more money doesn't make it to the charity or things of that nature so i think it's great if it, if it works as well as it looks like it probably does that's awesome and and considering that from the looks of it twitch doesn't make any money off it that's kind of great of them to do it yeah a lot of, a lot of goodwill there for sure i'm wondering yeah. if it's like uh uh they will have to approve like the the charities that are oh, going to be on there they have a list let me help you let me let me help you real quick yeah. when you okay. set up your charity thing you pick the charity from twitch's list of charities 
So I right. think so that that ties into there. the PayPal system. I think PayPal has like an approved list or whatever. And then since Twitch is just tapping into that system, like you actually, if you do it right now, if you look, when you click on the little oh, charity thing, you will actually get, yeah, we're see, uh, right there at the top. You actually <laughs> yeah. see like the list of charities that you are then going to be directly connected to. They have, they have locked that down. Yeah, right there. Cool. So if it's so yeah. that's my question is like, if you want to, you know, raise money for Timmy's kidney, like to get his, you know, pay for his transplant or whatever, that's not going to be on there. It's, it's established. That would not be charities. charities. Yeah. That, like the, the charity that this is for is for like tax write-off charity. Yeah. Like it's not for fundraisers, which are a completely different thing. Like fundraisers are not charities most of the time. Like, like, like uh, GoFundMes and things like that are generally not charity. Those are okay. raising okay. funds for something. Um, and also not, not write-offable. Oh. Don't say that publicly. That's why I have an accountant. Because my accountant goes, mm, this is not a charity, dude. Like, oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a, my that was my only my only question. So it has to be like a charity in the eyes of the government and taxes and that kind of stuff. Plus, it has to be approved by PayPal. Uh, PayPal uh, charity. Wait, uh, giving PayPal giving or whatever fund. you called it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay, so it's there's a list of pre-approved ones. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I really hope like a lot of like this works out and a lot of charities like jump on and get like approved and you know, get their names on there and stuff, because uh, this would really, really streamline the process. <laughs> Absolutely. And we wouldn't have to go through, like, not not that the the other, like, third-party sites haven't been great. What's the one that, like, is most, like, often used? Uh, uh, Tiltify is probably Tiltify, one of the biggest. Yeah. Tiltify, yeah. Tiltify, Tiltify like, also, yeah, yeah. Tiltify does have a really good rep. For the record, that is not one of the ones. That, Tiltify is, is done really good. And also, they also let you basically yeah. choose how much you give to them when you do the donation stuff. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping a company like Tiltify can find ways to make a system like Twitch's work for them and maybe transition into, like, charity facilitation, you know? Because, I mean, there's there's still lots of room to help streamers run charity events outside of just doing the, the workhorse of moving the money around. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be nice to have just, like, you know, alerts widgets you know whatever just baked in That'll i be mean th great. this right here alone just seeing the little thing above chat like that's awesome mm -hmm. like that's yeah mm -hmm. that's such that's... a simple thing that's huge that's i kind of think it's tied into mobile yeah like the fact that it's always in people's faces like like yeah this is it's a it's a very cool system yeah very cool system um and looks... oh and yes for the record um you, you have to scroll all the way to the right but uh the the co co's new fence foundation uh is on there somewhere <laughs> That's true. And fuck that, dude. I, I need it more than he does. <laughs> Uh-oh. Competing charities. There we go. Uh, it also looks like it is... It's only available for some streamers at the moment. So it seems uh, like it's a small small amount. And then they're going to start adding uh, more people to that. So Do either of you have the have the button yet or whatever? The I don't. Uh, let me see. I, I think I got all my dashboard. information... On the left, right below viewer rewards. Yes, yeah. I know. do have that tab. Nice. Huh? How many? Use your uh, charity from a list of registered 501c3. Yeah. There we go. Switch on the fundraiser. Start it up, and your viewers can easily make donations to support the charity through your channel. 
Donations are safely and automatically delivered from PayPal Giving Fund to the charity. Subs and bits will go to your channel, not your fundraiser. So, yeah. Sure. It says right here on the screen, your donation goes to support the charity. Twitch doesn't take a cut of donations. And at the bottom, there's a link to the PayPal Giving Fund on PayPal if you want more information there. How many, uh, like how many charities, if you scroll through, do you see is uh, uh, supportable? I see four at the top. It might be fairly I only, limited. I only see four, but there's also a search bar. So maybe hmm. search for charity name or keyword. If I just search for A. Oh, it does, it does look like there's four right now. There's Direct Relief, St. Jude, The Trevor Project, and Able Gamers. Okay. So it does are, say the Twitch community supports these great causes and many more. So I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I wonder how, like, uh, oh, difficult. If you hit the category drop down, categories are going to be animal and pets, arts and culture, children and youth, community, crime and justice, disaster relief, employment and professional associations, associations, environment and faith and spirituality. So it looks like they have PCR repair or get your diploma. (laughs) Wow. That is a dated reference. I love it. As an old guy Um, joke. Old guys. Nice. Oh man. I, uh, those, that, that whole commercial is burned into my brain. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it it looks like they have big plans. Looks like they have big plans. I wonder if there'll be, what, what was it? It was labeled as faith and, uh, faith and spirituality. Huh? I wonder if that'll get pushed back at all. Like so also I wonder if there's a tab at the top this. called my fundraisers. So it looks like um Oh you can track it. Uh-huh. Yep. Can I I wonder does it have any knowledge or information there of like Ooh. If you go live, can you do you toggle that on or is it auto on if you're doing a fund like how does it under discovery um it says, let's see, I, I, I'm kind of hesitant to do it because I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, don't like next, start <laughs> Yeah, next to each of the charity blocks, there's a button that says create fundraiser. Okay. So um, it looks like you would then like begin the fundraiser there. And, and under the my fundraiser tab, um, it says you have no current fundraisers. But in that window, there's a status fundraiser dates, goal and raised. So it looks like not only can you set them, but there's, you know, also more information that's offered there as well. Cool. Also, quick note, uh, it does say here very at the very bottom of the My Fundraiser page, donations are typically tax deductible in the U.S. and donors will be emailed an official donation receipt issued by PBGF for their records. That's great. That, that's a, probably the, one of the biggest reasons to use that. Yep. Um, so cool, cool. Does that, uh, can, is that U.S. only or can anyone, as long as you have a working credit card, uh, support a charity stream in that fashion. Do you, does it say anything about that? Oh no, it does not. I wonder how it that does works. say donations are typically tax deductible in the U.S. But I mean that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it does link all the time to the PayPal Giving Fund terms. So maybe I mean the the, the PayPal terms is pretty long. Yeah, I'm seeing if they put anything in the uh, the Twitch blog. I just think it's kind of funny that I'm I'm actually doing a charity drive the entire month of of July and I don't have this goddamn button yet. Well, you wouldn't be able to use it anyways. <laughs> I know I'm kidding, but like, yeah. I'm trying to see if it says like if it's U.S. only in this help article, but the help article is pretty long. 
Uh, oh, so you, you can pause your fundraiser in the My Fundraiser tab on this help, according to this help article. Uh, then you can restart it. You can delete it. It doesn't say anything. I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> I guess that'll be the, the, the first test <laughs> whenever it, it does get used on if uh, non-US people can use it. I am definitely planning a charity event at some point later this year and, and will most likely be using that. I, I'm honestly, I don't know why I wouldn't. Yeah. Barring how many good features it seems to have. Yeah. So. If it's locked to US only, would you still use it? You mean like only people in the US could, could donate, donate to the charity? To yeah. Like, I don't know why that would be, but. Could, t could deduct taxes. I, I personally, no, no, I think he means donate to the charity at all. Oh, yeah, I think um, just utilize it at all because I, I don't know I how that don't works. Think that's the case. Okay. But if for some reason it was, considering I'm like at a pretty 50 50 split because of my time zone between EU and NA, that would be a huge consideration. It would be rough. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I do not think that's a case. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We'll see. I mean, if it, if it was something like that, I would, I would imagine that like all the current charity organizations like tiltify and stuff would not be accepting donations from anywhere around the world and they absolutely do so that's true i think yeah. it's okay yeah, yeah. oh okay I'll, barry just uh pinged me and said that uh, at the moment the charity thing has no api support uh he's already contacted uh people to, for the to user be fair team, but that's kinda... totally normal with every new twitch feature <laughs> it is yeah yeah so but i oh wait so barry just to be clear in a in a case like that, that would mean that we could not use our notification system for it. Like there, like there's no if there's API. no API to connect to it. Yeah, that's, that's oh man, what that means okay. Yeah, hopefully that's made available. Oh wait, that would also mean that like none of the third party notification software could. That's correct. Yeah, there's 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 no API to to have them communicate. Then yeah, it wouldn't. Oh, work. that would definitely that that's a big issue. Yeah, he's already got even a, even um, Tiltify and that stuff has that support. So right, right. He's already got a user voice up on uh, on Twitch about it on on his Twitter. Uh, if anyone wants to go oh, and vote for that, uh, an, so. an API is basically the system that lets third party programs get information from, in this case, the Twitch system. So an API would be what an API would allow my custom notification system and many other people's on Twitches to get the information of you know who's donating, how much are they donating, things like that which is the only way our notifications work. So yeah, it's, it's just a, it's basically like a, it's, it's a, it's a open door for information for programs to talk to each other. Yeah. Yep. Direct yep. connections to applications. Cool. Those are the, uh, the two big Twitch items. Uh, a <laughs> lot of NFT conversation this past week on kind of both sides of the NFT world. Let's start with the bat. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys see the Square yeah. Enix stuff? They finally introduced NFTs into the world of Square Enix. Okay, <clears throat> I heard about it. Can you give us all the details? I will give you the uh, I will give you the rundown. I'll read the article verbatim. Uh, Silicon Era is where I'm I'm reading this from. So debuting on the Square Enix store, uh, the Bring Arts, which is a brand name, uh, Cloud Strife is a brand new Final Fantasy VII action figure. Unlike other Cloud Strife action figures, this new Bring Arts Cloud Strife is directly patterned by the, uh, the character's appearance in Final Fantasy VII, 
Cloud's face and hair have a more anime-like appearance and simpler shapes. His clothes are brighter and the accessories are chunkier and, uh, and the more realistically sized version uh, even seen in Final Fantasy VII Remake. They post some images of the uh, statue. Looks cool, looks great. And then it says, as a value add for cryptocurrency enthusiasts or a, a value, value subtract add. for crypto skeptics, all purchases of the figure include an NFT-based, quote, digital certificate of authenticity. This certificate is a token registered on a blockchain operated by Engin, E-N-G-I-N, a service partnering with Square Enix to create NFT collectibles based on Final Fantasy. A more expensive Digital Plus version of the figure includes two NFTs. You get the certificate and a, quote, digital version of the figure. Buyers will need a special app that gives them an engine-managed cryptocurrency wallet. Given the volatility of pretty much every blockchain product, Square Enix product page for the figure includes a warning that buyers may lose access to both NFTs in the event that engine disappears. The Bring Arts Cloud Strife figure isn't the first time a physical product has been paired with an NFT. And then they kind of go on to a little bit of discussion about that. Uh, and then it says the uh, Bring Arts Cloud Strife is available for pre-order with an expected November 2023 release uh, date. The standard figure that comes with one NFT is $129.99 USD. And the Digital Plus Edition with two NFTs that includes the uh, Digital Plus version of the figure uh, cost $159.99 USD. So that was how Square Enix decided uh, to... Uh, the airplane may disappear at any time during the flight, but you all signed a waiver saying that was okay, so uh, we might arrive in Denver or we might not. Yeah, yeah. So that's a thing. Wow, man. That's where Square Enix So, the, N- so the, the NFTs with the one NFT option are just literally... NFT certificate of authenticities. It's yes, it's the right? it's the certificate of authenticity that generally comes with a statue when you buy it. So if it's like a limited run, that's so what they're theoretically, giving you an NFT form. So theoretically, you could sell or trade the certificate of authenticity, <coughs> but not the actual statue. So you would hold the certificate saying something is authentic to something you don't actually have to be authentic. Sure. Yeah, I guess that checks out. <laughs> I, I guess. That's a thing. And then you could also, if you get the $160 version, give them... You could always do that? Nobody version. sells their, their things, though. That's the point. The whole point of NFTs that you're trading and, like, moving them and selling them. Like, that's, like, what, that's, that's the point. So, like... Here's the figure. This is the Digital Plus Edition. Caution before purchasing, and then they go into all the, I guess, good on them for at least putting that, but the whole thing's kind of ridiculous. Okay. Somebody said trading is not the point. The hysteria behind NFTs right now, of course, you can <coughs> argue till the end of the world about the, the, what NFTs are and the actual technology behind them and what they're capable of and things of that nature. But the hype behind them right now is the craze that has been going on in the last six months a year pertaining to this stuff so so you could absolutely argue that that it has nothing to do with buying or selling and that and, and that's not what nfts are for depending on how it is but that's why square enix is putting it in this statue is because they want you to get more hype over that stuff that's the aim of this yeah it's all marketing and shit 
for that reason. So, you know, like <laughs> you got you, a horse is a horse. <laughs> don't try to don't try to obfuscate it. Yeah. So you can just pay the home one sixty and get the figure and just forget the rest, right? Uh, well, you would buy the one thirty because the one sixty gives you nothing oh, of oh, physical okay, value. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because uh, the one sixty version gives you the digital NFT of the figure, which you have to use their special app to go and view the JPEG <laughs> or, or or the image. <laughs> you're paying thirty dollars for an image that's on the blockchain. Is what you're doing. At that point, I mean, you remember when like Trump was running for president and then he became president and all the kind of stuff, and you're just like, "How does nobody see this?" It's just (laughs) 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 what? (laughs) Am I crazy? Like this is a scam. Like this is like it's it's kind of crazy. You're right. I mean, the fact that like this is the Square Enix store. And like, this is a, you want a, th- a 3D image for 30 bucks. We got you. Right. And it's like, yeah, uh, the, the, the shitty part of this is like the statue is actually kind of cool, but I want nothing to do with NFTs. So I'm zero interested in this. Uh, and it seems like that looks kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's not a bad looking statue. Uh, it's just At the same a, time. If you buy that statue, you're promoting all of this garbage 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah uh, that's which why, is why i normally would have probably bought that statue to be blunt and now i'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole yeah yeah <laughs> someone in my chat says hey jp could you could you right click and save that image pic right there <laughs> <laughs> you can you could save images you could you could definitely do that if you want yeah how like here's here's the question and i don't we won't you have can the buy answer it. Can you buy it without the NFTs at all? No, there's only two options. There's the standard, which comes with an NFT of uh, the certificate of authenticity is is the NFT. And then the digital plus version is one with the 3D model. So no matter what, you're getting an NFT. <laughs> they, need, they need the digital, standard, and then just statue, and it's like 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my big question is like, how well, the does... Smart thing is, well, how, how does Japan feel about NFTs? Like I don't know. That's a good question. As as like a country, what yeah. their feeling is on it. But to speak to your to speak to what you were saying, Co. I think they should, they would charge more. So it'd be like one thirty, one sixty, and then two hundred. No non NFT version two hundred. Oh, oh. Like nothing is on the blockchain. Nothing has to two hundred bucks. You get the figure, and then we shut up forever. Okay, that sounds somebody cool. with kanji as their name, which means I believe them says we hate sure. it with a burning passion okay <laughs> so thank Great. you aki aki kan kan speaking for your nation we will uh as a, as our official japanese drop frames ambassador uh we will <laughs> we will take that we will take that as face value thank you great fantastic yeah it's wild that's that's uh and like it it's wild for so many reasons it's wild one that exists kind of like what zeke was saying it's wild that like square enix is the one that's pushing that first in the industry like i, I is it though i don't maybe maybe i'm I mean, wrong square, I don't, square enix as a company has not the best track record of you know deciding like make money or do good to the gamer like you know like i, I don't know man I, I, yeah i mean i guess 
you're speaking from the Deus Ex fan base there. So yeah, yeah I guess that's and maybe other, where that's and other from. and other things. I mean, yeah. they're, they're kind of like they're kind of like the, the Square Enix is to Japan what Ubisoft is to France. You know, like it's Ubisoft French. I want to say Ubisoft. Yes, they, yeah, they are French. Yeah, like you know, they they're kind of they kind of show through their actions that the company and the health of the company is kind of worth more than let's go with anything else. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I you guess know, my that, my preconceived I'll say good analogy. I I give you good. I give you top marks for that analogy. I I agree with it. Yeah, I yeah. I guess my feelings towards uh, like Square getting in the way with that. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it does line up. Because I I was going with like I'd figure like an embracer group situation would be the first to, <laughs> to but or like or like yeah. a, a cock media would would dive in on this, but. Maybe you're right. Or, or oh, no, I'm wrong. We're both wrong. Konami would be the first one to really dive in on this. That's that's where they might already be, yeah. be doing yeah. this I shit, mean, they, to be they, honest. They they were doing NFTs before they were cool. Yeah. The form of pachinko machines. So, I mean, they were, you know, they were, they were, they were doing their, their yeah. money-making schemes way before these other, the other companies are catching up to Konami right now. Yeah, they do that's some pachinko <laughs> NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, well, I guess I don't know. Maybe the 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 first of many. The the we'll see how it does. I guess if you want the statue, you're oh. getting an NFT, so there's not much you can do about it. So here's a question: um, Ubisoft kind of publicly made their foray into the NFT space with Quartz, mm-hmm. and they were going to do it with Rainbow Six. And I remember hearing that the Quartz stuff didn't really work out too well like the, like there weren't a lot of uh there wasn't a lot of big hype when it came out and stuff like that yeah i even vaguely remember saying that i don't know if it shut down here's know. my question Let's see what happened since then like i've heard no i i remember there was a huge the gaming sphere was on fire when ubisoft announced that quartz was coming and nfts are coming to ubisoft games and stuff and then it just kind of nothing else happened yeah um uh, it's been months i like quick google the last at least the the article that i clicked on first is from april of this year um and they're still pushing it with ghost recon breakpoint oh. uh it says on the ubisoft courts purchase page for ghost recon breakpoint they have a note that says thank you all thank you to all the ghost recon breakpoint players who claim their first digits are digits like the, what they call NFTs, I guess, on the platform. Uh, you want a piece of the game and have left your mark in its history. As the last digit for Ghost Recon Breakpoint was released on 3-17-2022, stay tuned for more updates with features to the platform and future drops coming with other games. So it's still around. Yeah, I mean, you can go to, like, the Ubisoft, courts.ubisoft.com takes you to their page, but all of the Ghost Recon stuff is not, purchasable is anything purchased oh so oh. you can't purchase anything through this site oh there's no item all in game yeah well no that it just here let me i'll pull it up on uh on this uh, by the way ramen ramen gaijin love the name says <laughs> co square won't let you sell the nfts by the way and are undecided on if that will be possible i just bought 55 of those statues man <laughs> So you send the fine print or something? Huh. 
I get. I guess they're not. That's why they have it on that market, and they're not sure if it's going to be a sellable thing. Oh my god! Doesn't that kind of no, defeat really, the entire really point? Well, not only that, I I wasn't aware that you could make NFTs and then just not sell. Restrict what you can do with them. I thought I thought the point was that they were decentralized, so it's like there weren't people making rules about what you could do. I guess when you own the platform, no, that's not that. That's not the same. That's not the right terminology for that. But even then, that's that, I don't I don't know. That's that's weird. I guess if you that's own weird. the platform like they do with Engine, then you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, as somebody just said, the the point of NFTs is to make money off idiots. How am I going to do that if I can't trade them? But wait, you can trade idiots. <laughs> I have so many idiots that I would love to trade you. <laughs> they're going cheap like i'll give you 20 of my idiots for one of your average chatters oh they're worth at least 30 come on man uh 25 i'll meet you in the middle 27 deal done deal done all right keel said <laughs> you've been traded <laughs> god this i'm just browsing this website what a just stupid it's <laughs> just stupid like, I, this is the nft find digits from this edition on secondary markets so what happens if i click that what is rareable.com oh god uh oh it shows you their volume they have 1.1k owners. Tells you the blockchain. Is is XTZ a cryptocurrency? I guess. What is that? I don't know, dude. I don't know. What does that translate to in real dollars? Hold on, I gotta figure this out. Two dollars. Uh it's eleven dollars. <laughs> is what this is. So this thing right here, number eight sixty of the M four A one tactical gun from Rainbow Six is six point five XTZ or eleven dollars and five cents. I gotta get off this website. <laughs> I gotta get away from here. I feel just like check your phone. Check your phone right now. I bet you got several emails. Yeah, I got. I feel a little scummy being on there. You got. I bet there's someone at your door right now ringing your door. Like, yeah, ding, trying ding, to ding, solicit. Ding. Like, we saw you were on a website that you found interesting. Oh, well, have I got an opportunity for you? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, on the opposite side of of the NFT uh, debacle discussion, whatever, uh, Minecraft came out. And they said, fuck off, NFTs. We're never going to use you. You're not allowed to utilize any sort of NFT or blockchain technology uh, with anything related to Minecraft or mods or skins or worlds or persona items or anything. And I think all of this started because someone was trying to get, there was a mod 
in the Minecraft world where they were trying to utilize NFTs. So I think that's why Mojang came out and said like, no, we're not doing any of this. I don't know the full story on that, but I think that's where it started. So good on Minecraft for coming out. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, someone was trying. The, the mods for Minecraft have always been a interesting situation from people or mod creators, content creators that are involved in that whole process, uh, trying to make money off of their whole system. It's called NFT World, I guess was the mod. Let's let's Google that and see what NFT World is. What is NFT World? It's a full oh god. It's a fully decentralized, fully customizable, community-driven, play-to-earn gaming platform where world owners Oh my god, so many buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus. Where world owners <laughs> create their own oh, we're not done. Co's got it. We're not done with the buzzwords. Co, we're not done with the buzzwords. You gotta come back. We're still buzzwording. He threw he's, he's lost his headphones. Okay, we're not done with the buzzwords here. Let me continue. Ah. <clears throat> Where world owners can create their own limitless metaverse games or experiences for oh. players or exclusive communities within their worlds. And they called Met this metaverse? whole thing a step backwards when Minecraft banned NFTs. Sure. Also... In other news, not related, NFT worlds have collapsed <laughs> since Microsoft <laughs> and the NFTs. An NFT world is now only worth a single cent. Great. Yeah, that's that's how that goes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a what an absolute shit show. I think that's it in terms of NFT news for the week. Thankfully, but yeah, two sides of the spectrum. Square Enix is in. Microsoft slash Minecraft says we're out. We're done. We're not doing this. Uh, what else was there? Not how long? How long, long till it, til it like till NFTs are no longer talked about, and then they're talked about again, like like VR, like virtual reality, like how out because there was like it's pops up in places like lull, and then a huge spike, and then a lull, and then a huge spike. I'm guessing that's how NFTs are gonna go. Mm. nfts will start to get talked about again when it starts making people money again and yeah. they're not making nearly as much money as they were they are still making money to some people but the amount of people making money is like basically like somebody joked about this earlier but they were absolutely right nfts originally were making money off of idiots and i don't i don't necessarily mean idiots isn't generally stupid i mean people that were ignorant to the idea of what nfts are and what they represented so there was a NFTs burst onto the scene. A lot of people not really understanding what was going on, put a whole lot of money into it. A lot of people made a lot of money. And now over time, people have started to, as a society, we've had a generally large amount of people kind of wisen up to the situation. And so there are not nearly as many, I, I don't like calling them stupid people. I think that that's a generalized term, but there are people that are, that are far less ignorant that are that are now not putting nearly as much money into nfts the entire market has slowed down to a crawl yeah so when will we see nfts come back one of two things needs to happen either the general knowledge about nft needs to somehow go way down or it needs to be introduced to a whole new population that is willing to put a huge amount more money into it um there's really like if you look at how the system works that's kind of the only thing that's going to happen because it's not like the technology is going to get remarkably better it's already pretty much doing what it's supposed to 
Um, you know, it's it. There's not it's not like new NFTs are gonna make a lot of things explode and get bigger again. It's it's just not really. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, but I I personally um, don't really foresee that happening until like one big thing that I saw someone suggest in chat just a minute ago, and this is the exact thing I'm talking about. Is it, for instance, if they start making sports NFTs and then all of a sudden a huge amount of people that are into sports start pouring money into it? Mm. Like that's a situation where those could get big like again. trading. They, if, they pack if, exactly. Like if card, the sports yeah. community yeah. starts treating NFTs like trading cards, like that could happen. Um, and I'm sure there's all sorts of other similar situations where huge fan bases could somehow get hooked into NFTs. But this here's the thing, though. Most likely the tra trajectory is going to be exactly the same, where it's going to start huge. And then people are going to realize what's going on and it's going to kind of hit a cliff again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. And how for those of you who might have been confused about what I said, uh, when I said VR, I was talking about like those, the spike in talking about it and, you know, that kind of stuff. That's all I was talking about because VR like went like this and then it went and no one talked about it. And then it came up back up again. And then no one's talking about it again. Yeah. Know, that's all I was talking about. Not VR itself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, VR. You're absolutely not a right. Scam. <laughs> You're absolutely right with VR because what happens is every time it goes up, something big comes out or gets announced. So, like the next big up thing with VR is going to be when we start getting pricing and products for PlayStation VR two, and then it'll probably go down again, and then all of a sudden Index two will come out. Yeah. And then it'll go down again. So it's like you know, it's it comes in ways. Hopefully, eventually, mainstream VR will be a thing, but it's gonna. Could it be the, a while? The only, it's going to be the kind of thing where consoles are going to have to be coming with headsets for like ten dollars more. Yeah, so that's going to be when VR is going to be a big thing. That's it, decades off. If that whole Square Enix thing does well, I could totally see a world where Nintendo somehow tries to figure out a way to make Pokemon and NFTs work, or Pokemon and Amiibos work, and then it might like young young people young kids that buy that stuff could maybe make it blow up again but i would hope that it gets squashed by the the community outright but i could totally see nintendo doing that shit especially with the amiibo stuff i think so with with this with this kind of like maybe not Pokemon, consumer but yeah as it is i maybe i could see them ro roping it into the nft stuff right out of the gate that would be like their test. Uh, and at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter, you know, if we're talking about it bad on a show or if the internet's talking about it, it matters if people buy it or not. So if that Square Enix thing sells, other companies are going to follow suit because there's money to be made. <laughs> I, I like how chat's like, they're already doing it. They're physical NFTs called Amiibos. And you're not exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, but it's not an NFT outright. There's not a yeah, it's not, there's it's, not a virtual it's a version of that premise, NFT. but it's yeah. not quite the same. Yeah. But I mean the idea of them substituting NFTs for amiibos and saying like instead of buying a physical amiibo, you buy this NFT and then we put a system in where you can scan that NFT into your Nintendo game and it gives you an item or player that you don't yeah. normally have. What if you could have that that amiibo on your Switch as a 3D item and you could play with it? as a 3d item like wait a minute can't oh i see what, I can do I see it. what you're saying it's a close oh, you get close a cool platform. statue though there yeah yeah it's just it's a slope man slippery slope and then you could trade those with yeah like the other oh, thing we, we didn't discuss this uh gamestop opened up a an nft place 
called GameStop NFT, Power to the Players. You can go in here and do all that stuff if you want. That, this was like man, I wonder how ago. many people who who had diamond hands are wishing they didn't. <laughs> about now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a whole mess. What happens when you hit learn? Oh, I can't. Wait, what? Are they? Huh? Why can't I click explore stats or learn? Is it just painted on? <laughs> They're not like clickable buttons. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> is that like, is that, that this so isn't an incognito, so there's no ad block or anything running. It's just text. <laughs> that's, oh my God. That is, uh, I mean, that's perfect, dude. That's weird. Huh. All right. Well. Oh, and yeah, for everyone mentioning in chat, I the nine eleven NFT on there is is just like there's a nine eleven um, NFT. They basically took a picture from nine eleven of a guy jumping from the building, and they like masked over it with like a, a space suit or something, and they're actually selling that as an NFT. All right. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> it's a it's a thing like where do you where do you even start with that? you know like <laughs> yeah. where do you where do you even begin what angle of the many do you even go after i don't even i don't even yeah 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 it's it's yeah someone in my chat said that got taken down that's so. it yeah i was just gonna say chat saying it got pulled which, wow. is, which is good well wow. well i just saw the story of it being on there yeah i didn't know that that's that's fucking crazy <clears throat> well uh if this kind of shows you the state of the news the top news story at least on r slash games valve is saying don't take your steam deck outside in this heat wave for anyone that's wondering if you should take your steam deck outside and that it best Why? performs in ambient temperatures between zero degrees and 35 degrees celsius if temperatures gets higher than that the steam deck may start to throttle performance to protect itself this is following nintendo getting out there and saying don't take your switch outside during this heat wave so sure that's i mean that's that's kind of fair yeah why uh, yeah that's kind of fair makes sense i guess you know, i i don't think anyone would be taking their gaming machines outside in this heat wave i mean that kind <laughs> of you know they are small computers <laughs> they are they have heat issues inside yeah so i that kind of makes sense yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> a new a new one has come out valve recommends playing inside of a freezer or refrigeration unit um if you can just crawl in and use the ambient temperature in there to increase performance yeah um while also maintaining the integrity of your parts the fact that they well, had... even better if, if you're gonna play your your portable game system outside just like just sit in a pool or sit in a lake or something and play it the funny part is that, like we're kind of joking about all this but the fact that they had to make this statement probably means that someone sent them an angry email about how they took their steam deck outside in 100 degree fahrenheit weather and it didn't work, right? Like that's what they're doing this for a legal purpose to say like, here's precedent. We told you not to do that. And you did that. We're not going to give you a new Steam Deck. We're not going to give you an RMA. That's why we had to issue the statement. That's why Nintendo had to issue that statement as well, right? The Steam Deck has has definitely gone, I, I don't want to say mainstream, but it's incredibly popular. So the, the idea that it would get in people's hands that don't understand that, I think is I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people don't understand <clears throat> issues and, and technology and things of that nature. And it's not like we ever got that notification with the Game Boy and, and stuff like that back in the day. So right. I can I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. 
what else is there discord is going to xbox consoles uh that was a big thing <laughs> lebron james uh joined the cast of multiverses uh which is kind of <laughs> crazy that's Wait, i think it's i think it's like space fighting jam. game yeah lebron james is in there because of space you can jam, fight I in a video game as lebron james yep from space jam I that's believe. awesome space well space jam 2 what was this i don't even i didn't see the movie was it just called space jam or is it Space Jam 2? So I you could literally talk to a gamer and be like, yeah, who do you main? Oh, I mean LeBron James. Yeah. That's my guy. That's my go-to guy. You could. You could. I like it, man. John Romero is working on a new FPS game. Uh, uh, a... He's, a ba- he's, a, he's a basketball player, chat. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James basketball player. He's a, he's a basketball player. We should player. probably state that. It's a good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, th- this will... Uh, play sports ball i think this might be a a, a thing of schadenfreude here for co uh Uh-oh. so marvel snap introduced a new thing to it and uh according to a couple of uh i have not messed with it so i don't have any any takes on it. i haven't played the game in a while um but they updated it and according to a couple websites apparently the most recent update introduced a brand new thing what is it called? Nexus event. And Nexus events are apparently unbelievably greedy as fuck <laughs> and are really, really bad. Uh, and the community is very upset about it. Um, you don't, you don't say <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly what happens in it. Uh, okay. So since joining the game on July 19th, the new Jane Foster card uh, is exclusively available through this limited time event. For the first time in Marvel Snap, there's a clear path to unlocking a specific card. Though, instead of a one-off purchase, the Mighty Thor herself has been locked behind an egregious loot box style system. For 180 gold, the game's premium currency, players can open a single loot box. For 1,800 gold, 10 of these boxes can be opened at once. Classified as a super rare reward, the new card is among the highest tier of items on offer through these loot boxes. Not clearly advertised in-game, however, is the exact drop rate of rewards at this tier. Only through navigating to an external link uh, can you be notified of the mere 1.5% chance of acquiring a super rare reward. Further reducing 1.5? Yeah. That's actually, I think that's high in the world of gotcha. I was going to say that. Yeah, that seems high. I think- but wait, wait, wait. How, how much again? How much is 180 gold in real people money? Let me just, op- I'll open up the app. They might have to update though. Let's see. I vaguely remember that being. Like it is going to make me a Three bucks? I want to say, I'm not sure. Look, can I, cl- I have to update okay. this. I would have to update this thing. Does chat nine nine thousand gold is a hundred bucks? So what is that about? Is that two dollars? Okay, two dollars for a loot box. Is that about right? So so if it's well, a one zero away, it's a dollar for ninety <laughs> ninety coins. Right? Yeah. So if two, it's $2. if it's a one percent drop, one point five, you would need to open. Uh, to guarantee that 
They go on to open. Don't do the math. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. It says, for those with limitless funds, there is a pity system in play, guaranteeing at least one super rare drop every 50 attempts, roughly the same as $115 USD. With the ultimate case of bad luck, you're looking at approximately $450 USD to guarantee all four super rare items in the Nexus event. Just to make matters even worse, the in-game store fails to offer gold bundles at specifically, or sorry, at specific amounts required for the Nexus event. That's very true. 180 gold for one spin cannot be directly purchased, nor can 1,800 gold for 10 spins. As though it wouldn't have been bad enough without this hurdle, players are forced to spend more than necessary just to amass the right amount of virtual currency, akin to the long pan Microsoft points of the Xbox 360 area. Uh, era. Instead of coming in at roughly 250 uh, per roll of the dice, the minimum purchase is $4.99. Instead of just paying uh, over $25 for 10 rolls, the minimum purchase is $30. In every possible sense, developers are active, uh, actively nickel and diming their initial player base. Uh, it says with two Nexus events penciled in for each month, players could be spending in the realm of $900 USD to attain the latest cards, as pointed out by content creator Jeff Hoogland. So there you go. It, it they weren't making enough money, and so they or wait, or they were just trying to wait and bait and switch this. To be clear, is it out now? Yes, I've got it right here on my phone. It is officially out. Oh, I remember oh no, no, no! Like... The app is not officially out. It is not officially out uh-huh. everywhere. It's it's officially out in the Philippines and New Zealand. So, so wait a second. Wait a second. There's a limited time event happening right now, and the app isn't out correct australia as well marvel snap <laughs> yeah yeah we're talking oh, about marvel snap there's also a season pass as well uh, they're running pass. limited time events and charging people up to 450 dollars to get everything in the beta yes but there's no reset nothing's going to be wiped so it's out if you have it I guess is how you would look at that, but it's not out. You can't that, is, that, that is wild. Yeah. And, and for the record, I meant beta only in terms of release structure, not necessarily that they lose their items. I just mean that the game is not available to everyone. You're right. Dude, this obviously means they're going to do it again. So the whole idea of it being limited right now oh, and, the, and making the, people feel like they need to spend this money right now. The this Nexus, is of course, every, every month there's two Nexus events, which is what these things are called. So every month, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. And, and every Nexus event has four ultra rare cards. I think every Nexus event has all the cards and I don't know if they're going to be different every single month. I think so. It, it might be two events, two attempts each month where you could get all four cards. Unless, I mean, maybe they, I'm thinking, they, they are, maybe I'm thinking they are creative in yeah. coming up with this stuff like my lord i might be really naive and it's probably gonna be four <laughs> different cards every time so it's 900 dollars every this is every just month. like it's, it's like they're purposefully just making it as complicated and, and and obfuscated as possible like oh my lord dude yeah that's that's wild that is wild yeah i i mean i fell off i have no interest in going back after all that shit that's that's a ridiculous so even with the marvel name and everything you're not in, you're not doing it anymore uh, no, I, 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 I mean, I put, I actually don't know if you could track how many hours, is there a way to like track how many hours you put into a game on the iPhone? I think you might be able to look at usage if you don't let it on the background. 
Uh, yeah, you, you're not going to put it in the app, probably. <laughs> That's why casinos well, don't not have in the clocks. app, but yeah. <laughs> in screen time? Let's see. Is that true, by the way? I've always heard that rumor. Is that true? What? There's no what? clocks in casinos? No windows either. Yeah, no, that's all true. Oh, wow, so that's true. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. They want. They don't want you to know what time it is. They don't want you to see the sun coming up, sun going down. Yep. Nothing like that. I mean, if you're by the entrance, of course, you can see. But, like, if you're in the bowels of the casino, they want, it's a maze. They want you to get fucking lost in there. Yeah. And, like, well, yes, I'm not going back to my hotel room. I'm supposed to sit down and play some more. Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, mind games, man. The mind games. I can't go back far enough to tell you. July third, I had July third through the tenth. I had six minutes in the game, but it doesn't. You can't do it by month. You can only do it by day and week uh, on the iPhone. So I don't think it tracks all that stuff. Yeah, I, I think I put like forty or fifty hours into the game total. Um, so I, I got wow. my time out of it, what I wanted in it, um, and then the the like meta became a little bit of, of st- uh, came a little stale. Uh, just say your collection level. We'll know by that. I put a lot of time into it. My collection level is, I think, 952, 956, which is pretty high. A lot of levels. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the did whole get, Nexus. Did you get a little bad. dopamine hit for every single level up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You get a new card wow. uh, at some point throughout wow. all those levels. That's how you unlock the cards. That's a, that's a lot of dope. It is a lot of dope. That's a lot of dope. Oh, Ben Brode made a post three days ago on there. Ben Brode is a uh, creative director, chief development officer uh, on the game, uh, formerly of, of Hearthstone. Uh, he said earlier this week, we shipped the latest release of Marvel staff to players uh, and launched in New Zealand and Australia. With that release came a new monetization feature. We wanted to introduce and test Nexus events. It's clear that a lot of you are disappointed with Nexus events and we hear you. We missed the mark on this internally. We have discussions around the next steps. And how we can act on your feedback. We're here for the long run and we're focused on creating a great game that is fair and that you'll love. Stay tuned to hear more from us. I, I, I love we missed the mark. <laughs> like we tried to completely PR-y. dick you, yeah. but ah, we missed the mark. Yeah. Oh, sucks. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like too someone, fast. <laughs> someone sneaking up behind you with a sharp stick and you turn around and it's like, turn around again i'll try it again hold on hold on i'll be more sneaky this time i, I promise i hear you i heard you turn around so i'll i'll try again i'll try to stab well, you later it, it's one thing to say <laughs> like yeah comments of what the fuck are you doing with that stick and i've taken it and we're going to <laughs> internalize it's, it it's one thing to like put that statement out and and like remove the thing from the game that people are complaining about and it's another thing to like put that statement out and do nothing like n- they yeah, did right, nothing right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. they didn't it you could we, still we call, spend we call this that, money we call that damage control oh 100 percent. That's, that's the pr term well, I don't, damage control. damage control would mean you would like fix the issue they just put out a statement <laughs> that's they didn't fix anything oh my lord that's crazy to me I, I wonder where that that uh, that ends up, where that game goes. If they like make That's it a... cheaper or something. Or... <laughs> we are so soft. yes. <laughs> it really is. So wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Simpsons where like I think Bart like hit a baseball through a window. And he's like, you know what we got. Homer says, you know what we got to do now. Bart's like, oh, replace the window. He's like, no, 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 no. 
we're going to go over there and give them a nice free apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very much is that. Very much is that. <sighs> There's not that much other news. Saints Row went gold. That game's still coming out. That's August 23rd. Uh, Final Fantasy X series sold 20.8 20, million copies. That's a lot. Futurama, uh, sorry. Oh, is that Futurama? Not, not simple. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Bungie did a had a pretty interesting lawsuit. They're suing a Destiny 2 player for dev harassment, hacking, and overall just being a shitter. And they're just straight up suing is that, this person. Is that in the official brief? They the 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 actual like the legalese in the thing is pretty interesting because they they go on to be like the guy they they essentially say in legal terms which I I would have to find they basically say yeah this guy sucks so he bought hacks so that he could actually be good at the game that that's why he bought because he was so terrible at it <laughs> due to a deficit in skill the <laughs> <laughs> the claimant then seeks out illegal activities. Yeah, it, it's uh, if if you want uh, if you want to try to find that and and have a deep dive, the lawyers like the way they wrote it is pretty hilarious. Uh, when it oh, came man. to suing this guy, uh, Bungie's been doing a lot of like suing lately for for all their their oh. hackers and whatnot in the community. Eleni douchebaggery. That's right. So Zank Zank uh, says he threatened the devs and their families. Yes. Oh, he was a, he was a complete piece of shit. Oh, yeah. okay. So this is like actual threatened harass. Probably act. going to get. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. He he streamed all of it as well. So they have like actual proof. I think of oh, Jesus, of him man. like doing. This. How old is this guy? I don't know. Probably is he like a kid, younger. or is it like a? Oh, man. Who, who knows? Enough to be able to be sued. I think. Yeah. yeah I think there's what an a, age what an limit idiot. for that. Wow, dude. Pretty messed up. Pretty messed up. Ugh uh i think that's it though we can we can move on we can take a he break threatened to burn down their studio yeah i think that's what it was that that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back for the lawsuit wow yeah wow okay really really messed up shit turns out words mean something yeah he's about to find out the hard way yeah hopefully it sets some sort of precedent so that people don't just oh, yeah. do that to every fucking game studio in existence well, I mean, and also it's really unfortunate because Bungie is is also dealing with the thing just a couple months ago where, you know, there was this, this person that was feeding Reddit information over years, like actual dev perspective on a lot of the changes. And it got to the point where I think he was trying to justify one of the changes or talk about one of the changes and the community just jumped on. Yeah. And they started being a complete, just complete saying unacceptable things to this guy. And it got to the point where Bungie stepped in and they said, he's never going to post again. He's, he's and all that information you've been getting from him over the years never again and like that's when uh what, what's the guy damage oh four yeah. i think from bungie yeah, thinking yeah. right he goes on twitter and he's like we're basically appalled by this behavior like we're trying to make this game fun for you this guy's been helping you out and this is what you do like yeah they've they've been they've been dealing with it. they've been and i say they've been dealing with a lot of this i don't mean they've been dealing with it like they've been getting it i mean they're stepping up and doing something about it they're starting to actually deal with it. yeah um so it's it's, it's a it's a Good step to take, honestly, because a lot of times devs get just so much un like just unacceptable hate from their That's way correct. or yeah. decisions they make in their games. So it's it's good. It's good to see one of them kind of really step up and be like, we're not gonna take this. From a company standpoint, if you got supporting your devs mm -hmm. in that way is fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
All right, let's take Punchy, a break. Punchies literally turned their car around. They did. They absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We got a cat game to talk about. I think Co's. Did you finish the cat game, Co? Is it yeah. done? Okay. We'll discuss that. I know Zeke's been playing a bunch of stuff. We'll talk about the Forest RP. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll get into all that after the break. So don't go anywhere. More drop frames coming up right after that. We'll see you in about uh, five or six minutes after the break. Bye-bye. Welcome back. Going in the second half here of drop frames. I was digging around on that NFT game spot. Stop. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Did you figure out why you couldn't click the links? No. I, I You still, no matter what, you cannot click on explore, stats, or learn at the top. I don't know why. They are not clickable for me. <laughs> just makes Out it even curiosity. better knowing, knowing what the buttons oh, wait. are. Hold on, that works. Work. Wait, explore works, <laughs> but stats and learn aren't working. Now. I don't. Maybe it's Chrome or something. They're updating it live. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's a fucking shit show. Uh, let's talk video games. Co, the big game release of the week was a cat game. The you played actual link cat buttons game. are in the middle of the screen. Oh my god, I did. I played Stray. Yes. How uh, how's cat game? What do you? That game's a lot of game? fun. Yeah, I I it's a lot of fun. I honestly thought that cat game was going to be just a gimmick when I first saw it. It looked honestly kind of boring that's um, what i, got I didn't it, i yeah. didn't i didn't really think it was going to be that interesting i thought that they were just going to be like they were hoping that people would be like oh i get to play a cat yay and then it was just <laughs> going to be like super not great however <clears throat> the world is super cool being a cat is pretty great they were right on that one there is an actual defined storyline the mechanics are progressive so you're constantly getting like new things to do in different areas the world is really, really cool to explore. Like it's a really well-made, very passionate cyberpunk world. You can tell like there's very little actually repeating stuff and things of that nature. Like it, it very much feels like a handcrafted lived in world. And I pretty much enjoyed all of my time in it beginning to end. Wow. Okay. Yep. I, it was, it was, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Does gameplay change at all from kind of what we're seeing here? Or is this the, the gist of it? You walk around, you grab a bunch of stuff, you interact with the environment. You oh, it, it, it very much is varied. There's exploration. There's basic puzzles. There's stealth stuff. There is um, like you're, you're there, 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 there is a lot of different things you are doing throughout the game. I'd say there's like upwards of like seven plus different like types of gameplay that you're doing. Do you have to be a, a cat lover to enjoy this game, Co? No, I think Does also this, this game. <laughs> I think this game could be a lot of fun to also just straight up like cyberpunk genre fans. Yeah, like dystopian world fans. Absolutely, just the world itself is. This game would be fun to walk around and explore in as a person. The fact that you're a cat is awesome, but I mean, if if it was just a walking simulator through this world, um. I think it would still be like an interesting and, and cool game. Okay. Uh, you but the cat part's pretty great. <laughs> sure. Sure. The Go biggest, ahead, uh, uh, I don't know, negative comment or drawback or whatever is that it's pretty short. Yes. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'd say it, it took me about, I think five ish hours 
Okay. Not hundred percent it. I think if you were to hundred percent it, it would probably be you know eight eight plus. Probably what like what does that finish? What does hundred percent mean? In this there game? are it's it's a semi open world game. It's it's corridor connection. So there are many there are many phases and times when it's just a an A to B kind of gameplay. But there are other parts of the game where like sections really open up. You can kind of go where you want when you want kind of thing. Okay. Um, and in those times there is a decent amount of exploration you can do a lot of it optional uh there's collectibles there's little things you have to solve there's visual kind of light visual puzzles um get this item to give this item to get that item kind of stuff so there's you know there's more than a few things you can do in those sections that you just don't have to if you don't want to gotcha if you Uh, go by the the metric that uh we brought up here before that's like six bucks an hour like That's a little little high for because it's a thirty dollar game. Mm-hmm. It is a little high, I I would say, side. but I I definitely would say that this journey is is one of those situations where it's a it's a pretty artistic, good experience for a cyberpunk slash cat fan beginning to end. I'd say it's pretty worth it, especially if you're going to be hundred percenting it. Cool. Um, I did very much enjoy my playthrough of it. I didn't feel it was the kind of thing that I have to go back and play again. Um, at least not now, but it it definitely was. Probably for me worth the price as a cat and cyberpunk enjoyer. Yeah. Okay. So it, without spoiling it, can you give me like the the basic like plot? Like you know. the basic plot yeah. is that you are a cat that got stuck in a in a dystopian cyberpunk city, and you are trying to get out. Are you owned by they, someone? I don't want to say any more than that. Okay. Cool. All right. That's fine. Yep. I'm uh, trying to see what the developers have done. Blue 12 Studios, the name of them. Oh, my God. You're a stray. Of course, you're not owned by anyone. Idiot. God, I'm so stupid sometimes. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's a valid question. It's a valid question. Thanks, Xantos. All good. I appreciate it. I need you to be put in my place. Uh. uh... So it says the game development began in 2015. Wow, that's yep. six years. Yeah, six damn. plus years of game dev. Yep. Uh, it was led by what? What else is? Is this the studio's first game that they've released? I'm trying to see, like, if they've if all of their games are of this type, but I think it might be the first thing they've ever done over at Blue Twelve. Annapurna is the, uh, the publisher. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they're they're big they're doing a lot of stuff but and apparently doing a bunch of stuff these days yeah uh this the pc version that we're looking at here is this the yep okay i played on the pc version with no issues i did hear that there were some issues with the pc version weirdly enough but i didn't i didn't have any was that like fps stuff or yeah i heard i heard there was some some like hitching or something i I didn't i don't know because i didn't see them shading i definitely noticed okay, i definitely noticed a couple people that were surprised that i was playing on the pc version and it was running well yeah um i think it's also free on like ps plus it is yeah something to keep in mind ps plus yeah. subscriber you get it for for ps5 and ps4 oh uh slipping sand says the dual sense functionality is a master class you missed out oh that's a bummer really hmm. what uh to that person in chat tell at co and tell them what it does or someone in chat tell, i'm curious what like do you hear the the? Can you feel the the movement of the cat? Like what is, what is the master? Oh my class? god! If when the cat purrs, it like lightly vibrates, that would be amazing. 
Chad said the yeah, controller purse. That, like, that's what Chad said. You, you can feel the purse. No way, really. Oh, that's I, I use a PS5 controller for you know my PC Steam games and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if anybody else, like, what did you use? Did you use a a, a board mouse? Oh, I used a mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering if because vibrations come through like on Steam and Steam games and stuff. I'm just wondering if it's different playing it on the playstation it, to steam it might not well, be the, the playstation has like. yeah playstation has a very very advanced form of of feedback right now called dual sense so you, you remember probably with horizon where like it would yeah. rain and you would feel the rain and the controller and stuff like oh right. yeah it's it's okay. super super that's not super something good. that steam can do yet or it can i don't i don't games does, do yeah do okay. they the, the, the pc version of this does. certain games i don't know if it does with this but yeah yeah. I think I think they were saying, uh, is it Spider Man in August will have if you if you have a plugged in controller it will work with the PC with like the haptic stuff I think is what I remember seeing, um, but yeah this this does not. Someone in chat said uh, the controller like purrs and it freaked their cats out. <laughs> That's kind of cool, kind of cool. Um, cool. I, I mean it seems short and sweet. Both the game itself and the explanation of the game. Uh, dialogue and everything. Is there any voice acting code? Like, do the robots... Not does the cat talk, but does do the robots talk? <laughs> not... It's mostly reading. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Um, anything else about... I mean, short short discussion about the game, but it seems like it, it's pretty much what controls, you see is what you controls get. Controls felt good. Uh, pretty much what you see is what you get. So, I mean, the game is basically... it's. The way I was describing it was a, a uh, it's basically a, a walking simulator. If you're, well, I mean, I guess cats walk. So it's, it's a cat walking simulator. It's a striving uh, with some simulator. Light, some, yeah, there we go. With some light gameplay elements. Okay. Uh, through a cyberpunk city. Yeah. Cool. Looks good graphically, for sure. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Zeke, you got to check I'm it out. I'm just curious. Is there any, like, uh, um, I mean, a, a boss fight is the word that comes to mind. Is there, like, like, any sort of anything like that i'm not saying it has to be a person but like a place that's like you know there are events like okay there are yeah, events yeah, okay. they're, they're, oh, they're, I, I wouldn't really don't don't know if i call them like you know like singular creatures kind of thing but there there are certainly like iconic events that happen throughout the story yeah. okay like okay. you know yeah. funny enough i saw on uh not that it means anything it's just for the funny factor of it this game's higher rated on uh, Metacritic by users than Elden Ring is. <laughs> At least the image that I saw. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The user score is very high for this game. Cat lovers are out. The bots are in <laughs> full effect. It's gonna be game of the year. Yeah, I, I remember. Like, I've actually when, had when the game released. Yeah. yeah, when the game released. Uh, I was playing something else, and I had a lot of people coming to me like, "Oh, thank you for not playing the cat game," for whatever reason, whether they want to play it themselves or they just want a place to not look at it or whatever. Yeah. But then the next day, like nobody was saying that. I was like, "Is it done already? Is everybody done playing it?" And like, "Oh, it's a one. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a like one a one stream one, thing. One, one sit down, one sitting game, pretty much for most." Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's for streamers. I don't want to show any more of the game uh, for spoiler purposes. Seems like a good. Are there, are there cat skins? Can you change the look of the cat? Or nope. is it just, okay. You can't buy a $5 skin? Uh, it's loot, bo loot box only. Loot boxes? Okay. But you can only, the, the, the keys are NFTs. 
Ah. All right. Well, you can only buy with crypto. Ah. What's the crypto coin called? They made one up. Yeah. What? What is it called? They made it up. And its name is? All one word. They made it up. <laughs> There's another Slack situation here where I'm just not getting the... <laughs> it's a who's on first joke <laughs> yeah i know i know i understand that now. <laughs> it's just like slack all over again uh, <laughs> zeke how's the force yeah. i'll pull up some footage uh i want to hear all about this i want to hear each person's character oh there you go how was this yeah uh so uh just to preface this uh this was a game that was uh chosen by one of my hundred monthers Hundred month suburbs uh Izzy Soul said, I want you to do some RP. And I was like, okay. And it took a while to get like the game I wanted and the people I wanted and stuff like that. Because I didn't want to do GTA, I didn't want to do RDR. Like I wanted to do something else uh that maybe it wasn't so popular, so I don't look, you know, a lot of reason like one of the big reasons why I don't do a lot of uh RP is because like you gotta learn the controls for the game. And I just, I don't want to like, you know, wait for that. Mm. So this one seemed more like easier to pick up and play and stuff. Um, and it's first person. So uh, it just, it just seemed more in, uh, it, like, and it's, it's kind of like a horror suspense kind of a thing, which also is, is very uh, uh, good for me personally. Cause I like that kind of atmosphere and stuff. And uh, it, it, it lends itself to, intensity to have like having intense moments uh whereas a lot of the other games you have to make them make up those intense moments yourself this this helps you like when night falls you gotta fucking find your way back or you suffer the consequences of what happens when night falls stuff like that so sure that all aside pick the game pick the uh, like i i asked uh classy packs because i've i've role played with him and he is uh for my money one of the best if not the best role player uh that I've seen on Twitch um, uh, uh, that I've played with. So I was like, Pax, dude, can you help me? He's like, yeah, sure. And and can you grab Milton? Because I don't know Milton all that well. We've rotated around the same, like, people. But we've never actually, like, done anything together. Like, we've been following each other on Twitter for many years, but never, like, actually spoke or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make the introduction. So we got to talk, and we got our own, like, little group chat. We set up the date. And I still wasn't sure. I was like, man, I hope this goes well. It was fucking hilarious. It was fantastic. I had so much fun. Um, I played kind of like a dude, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, I just landed here in this fucking place, and I don't know what's going on. And uh, Milton played uh, Gigi, who was. Um, that is GTA RP character? Or? No. uh, uh this GTRP character is uh, Kiki. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close, though. Is, is this, is this Close, though, yeah. yeah. It's Gigi and Kiki. Um, and I, if I remember correctly, I think they sound a little bit alike. Cause yeah. It's very Southern. And he's a very Southern, very, very much like Zach Galifianakis when he does his Southern yeah. uh, person. Oh, I know all about Kiki um, Chanel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that, was that character. Um, and then um, uh, Pax played, like, the... Uh, survivalist like he actually knew what he was doing and like rp wise he's the one who like gave me the survival book he's like i wrote this book here is your survival book it's something they give you automatically um in the game but mm. he like 
held it up and gave it to me and i grabbed it i was like oh dude i don't know what's going on man like i'm trying to help and you know it was i me being the clueless guy he was a very good guy at helping me out uh milton i believe had played uh years ago but he played he actually played the game before this was my first time ever even booting it up i didn't know if there was a tutorial or anything like that but uh yeah it's a survival horror or survival yeah horror i suppose uh body horror i'd say there's uh, horror elements biomechanical sure. some stuff um yeah. like the first time i got attacked i was reminded of i think the vampires from 30 days of night they're like like they look like all bald and gray and like they're super fast and really like creepy yeah the um, I, I remember the creep fact factor of the game was it, it would go night and you'd be out in the forest uh, and they would just like uh, pop up and stare at you from the tree. <laughs> like that is the most that's a great way to like screw jump scares just have someone stand there and like yeah. kind of walk at you menacingly that's fucking terrifying yeah yeah and the first time i saw uh the multi-legged thing for those of you who play you know what i'm talking about first time i I saw that saw that i i might have like screeched i might have uh did a little tinkle in the pants but that was like out of nowhere because i was just like oh nice this little little cave here and then it was just like on you it was like it was like you know it was really intense i gotta find um, see what this thing looks like but i mean the the game notwithstanding dude like rping with those guys and you know like i don't know if, if you've if you've ever done improv or whatever or you know like the terminology for improv but both pax and milton are not to get like too acting schmacting about it but they're very yes and people uh they will accept your suggestions and add to it um and they're very yeah very accommodating um it's, it was just a, a just a, a shitload of fun i think we played for like five hours i want to say um nice and there were so many moments that i had i like it was so hard to not break character um because just some of the ridiculous fucking shit that we got into was like we we turtle sledded into a can a chasm like pax was pax classy pax was rp and a guy who is kind of like going going native i guess is the term for it like he was starting to like it out here and not wanting to get rescued like <laughs> like he started turning into that kind of guy and uh eventually we we all three of us made it to this little like this huge hole in the ground like a quarry or something and uh he was like now watch this and classic packs like you can take a turtle shell jump put it underneath you and use it as a sled and he just goes Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up surviving but in the pit there was let's just like like seven elite monsters in that pit and we somehow survived we all went down there me and milton died well <laughs> we're unconscious or whatever yeah. And he came over. He was eventually eva- able to evade him. But I was sitting there, like, looking at a rock on my screen. And I could just hear Pax going, ah, I'm gone. Get out of here. No, I'm coming to you. No, I can't go that way. <laughs> just, like, running around and, like, trying to get back to us. Eventually got us both up. We got onto, like, a cliff where they couldn't get to, to us. And we just started dynamite, firebombs, Molotovs, like, just throwing shit down. And finally, we, we, we ended up living. But then uh, we split the group up on accident, and that's how we game overed after the fifth hour. 
And we're like, that's good. We'll call right there. That seems like a good stopping. That's place. how the crew died. Yeah. Um, but to, to speak to the game, like the game is really fun. It's not um a lot of survival games to me, like the beginning suffer from a lot of tedious gathering and stuff, but this game doesn't have a lot of like it it's not a grind. It's they give you most of the shit you can like like a ton of shit you can create. Like you don't have to find a lot of recipes right away. They're all in this survival book. So if you want to build like a big cabin right away, you can. All you got to do is like find the find the materials. Now that could be a grind, but all of the other stuff is fairly easy to craft, create, gather the stuff for. Um and like if you don't want to do that, you can just like make a make a like a leafy shelter, save your game there, and then just go fucking explore. And you yeah. find tons of tons of great useful shit in like caves and whatnot. Um and that's like I think this game makes a great balance of survival and exploration. Whereas like games that I played a lot of, like V Rising or Valheim, there's a lot of grinding, just a lot of like chop, chop, chop fucking days at a time this one not so much it's like i want to build this 15 minutes later i have built that i'm good i mean if it if it's a big thing um if it's just a regular thing it's like two minutes like i man i really need a rabbit trap (laughs) rabbit trap done easy peasy um which i i totally dug it just gives you more time to explore and stuff um but yeah, I'm I'm playing it on my own time now. Like I'm playing a, a single player solo game. Um, really nice. Yeah, and just I'm uh, yeah I'm not I'm not streaming it, but I'm I'm just you know having a, having a good time, uh, wandering around, discovering things. Like uh, there is a story there. Like the basic gist uh, of the story is you are in a plane crash onto an island or something like that, uh, and your son, I think. <laughs> In the game, I said it was my stepson, and it was uh, my the the lady I was dating, Laura. That's it's her son that was with me, and I couldn't remember his name. It was it was Hunter or Tucker or something. So we ended up just calling him Tunter the whole time, Great. and screaming out Tunter, Tunter, where are you? But that's the gist of the game: is you start by looking like you, you're in a plane crash, lone survivor. Uh, if you play it solo, and you're looking for your son. And there's little also, clues hidden, hidden all over the island. Great time to play this game now as Sons of the Forest is theoretically still coming out later this year. Um, they they delayed it and then they've been really quiet. So people aren't 100% sure. But um, <laughs> Forest is awesome. It actually has a real ending. Like there, this is not just like a random survival game where, you know, it's like, cool, you escaped the island. Yay. Like there is an actual real ending to this game uh, that is definitely worth doing. It is, it is crazy. So, uh, yeah, strongly. This is one of my favorite survival games. Strongly, strongly recommend it. You should, honestly, too. Zeke, once you get past, like, the initial building stuff, you should really consider streaming it. It does really well on Twitch, and I bet people would like to see you play solo. I've considered it. I really have. Yeah. Um, I'd and the hell even, out of if, even if I started from, from the beginning, having, having, like, began the game a couple, three times already, <laughs> like, the, be- yeah. the beginning of the game would go super quick. Now that I know, like, the, the basic things I need yep. and the things I, d- I don't need right away and that kind of shit. And uh, it seems like the layout of the place doesn't change. It's not like procedural or anything. It's the island is the island. You know, everything's in the same place. 
you know, but just real quick while we've got chat's ear, has anyone heard anything about Sons of the Forest? What we saw that somewhere at E3, didn't we? Was that uh, saw, I, th- I want to say uh, last gaming? year, last year or the year before, and then it was delayed once, and then I think it was delayed again. Steam says October 2022. Okay. So Pretty. at the Game Awards 2019. Okay. That was ah, Game Awards. Okay, first. well, we're getting close, so hopefully, hopefully they won't delay it again. But yeah, we'll see. Yep. They've been so quiet. They've been so quiet. Have they uh, been putting out re- uh, not releases, but like updates for this, or is this feature complete? The 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 base I, game. I mean, I think they 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 did like a <clears throat> real big. I mean, it was early access for a long time. Yeah, and it had made a huge amount of progress over its early access, and then I think the last major, major, major patch was when they put in the ending and everything. God, which was a while ago. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they've done any big things since then. Yeah. Oh, uh, and while I'm here, while while we're talking about the forest, I had a question. I couldn't find it, like on, uh, like I, I tried to like search like Google search. I tried to look at the forest wiki, but I'm I'm I need your help, Chad, or anybody else who knows. I put a garden next to my cabin, but but I, I know I've gathered, like, seeds and stuff, but I don't know how to, like, it's not giving me a prompt to, like, plant the seeds or anything like that. Like You gotta dig a hole? Unless, of course, when I gather, like, the plant, it looks like a seed prompt. Like, when it says, gather the plant, and it's, or it's on the ground, it looks like a seed, and I assume it's the seed, but it, like... I don't even know, like, where is it in my inventory? Like, I have fucking no clue. No clue. Yeah, I don't you remember. To it's been, it's been too long. Like, I don't... Are you are you asking or are you telling me, Mike the Piper? Because if you're <laughs> asking me, then shut up. <laughs> if you don't know, don't help. <laughs> Someone also said uh, gardens are bugged, last I knew. Someone yeah, said, oh, gardens are bugged? Okay. I don't know. Oh shit! I was looking at Coast Chat. I'm sorry. I forgot to. I forgot to handle you with kid gloves. I thought I was looking at my chat. I should have. I should have been nicer. Well, to be to be fair, Zeke, that may be one of your 27 idiots. Well, then screw you again. He's going on the shared ban list. No explanation <laughs> needed. <For> sure. <laughs> Try making another garden. Okay. Like just out of curiosity. If you step onto the garden and you have things to plant, it like will. If you're looking at the 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 black soil dirt, it will say like like a like a campfire. It'll give you the prompt to put something there, right? Sounds good to me. I already read that. Do you think Nuriel, when I looked it up and I said I looked at the <laughs> wiki, you think I didn't look at that exact fucking page? To be fair, you are. I you are... It. it does not say anything about planting anything. It says, <laughs> "Chat, you don't Zeke, have to take this abuse." The, the chat hotline world. is free for all. Okay, you Zeke, have to be nice to them. I've no, I've known you a long time. Okay, I say this, I say this yeah. with with full confidence. Asking you if you've read the manual <laughs> is generally the first step people should take when asking you how to solve something truth however <laughs> was the first fucking thing i said mm. was to be I looked, fair i googled it and i looked at the forest wiki 
<laughs> which is the exact page that they gave me. To be fair, oh, <laughs> it's still good to double check with you. God, man, I hate that you're right about that. And I'm really, it makes me a little sad man. that now I have to apologize. Nuriel, I'm sorry. God, I hate <laughs> having to apologize to people. <laughs> you never know. It's true. You know what the best part is? You know what the best part is? I bet you the answer's on that page somewhere right now to these questions. I really, I, I mean, I really did read it, and if it is, I missed it. But, like, no, it to, says, to also, you have to, to put it on the... a flat space. And I thought, mm -hmm. like, thought that at first, like, you have to put it on a flat space. Oh, is my thing on a flat space? But I think they mean you can't build it unless it's on a flat space. So, yes. I built it, right? And then, um, I guess, I guess the, the question I want to know is, if I have the seeds that I need to plant or that I can plant in a garden, where do they appear on your little inventory, you know, mat? Because I know the flowers are in the, like, just left of center bottom. Like, there's the flowers and, and the mushrooms and stuff are kind of there in a group. But I looked all over for, like, little seeds. And I don't know where the hell they would be or where the hell they are. And also, so, I looked in my I looked in my bag or looked in my crafting kit for like a seed bag, and I didn't see any of that. I saw a berry bag. I made one of those. Someone in uh, Coast Chat said from the wiki page, Zeke, the seed type can be switched uh, with R and planted with C. Yeah. Yep. And I think oh, that's okay. what, I think that's the bag. I think that's the bag you're talking about. Hmm. To begin, the player must collect seeds, which are obtained by collecting blueberry, aloe, and cone flowers. The seed type can be switched with R and planted with C. So I think you have to the right shit then. Maybe. Yeah, it can only be one of those three things. So this is just um, I'm having PTSD yesterday. I we had a chatter who I think was troll. I'm still not sure what happened, but someone was asking okay. me how to buy a vertical monitor. And it just really pissed me oh, off. Oh wow! <laughs> Wait, wasn't that wasn't that a tweet from Sacral a while yeah, back? Yeah, that's how it started <laughs> off. And like, I wouldn't get, I couldn't get a straight. I was trying to figure out if this guy knew that a vertical monitor was just a monitor that was turned. I still don't know what happened. I don't know what he believes. <laughs> Real quick, thank you, to, thank you to Freedout because Freedout uh, sent me a picture of where the seeds go in your inventory, like on the mat. Oh, where cool. it shows all your stuff. The seeds go right below the flowers, and I did, do not have anything there. So oh. that's oh. the problem. So you probably have to craft Because I've been collecting things that look like seeds. Like flowers, you collect them off the ground, or if you drop them, or you have too many. The collection thing looks like a seed. Also, by the way, on that wiki, it shows like the multiple stages of what a garden looks like when you put the seeds in it. If you want to see like a picture of that, too. Might help. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. But anyway, yeah, I do. I do remember having to do something before getting the seeds. That's probably the step that you've missed, and that's how it should work for you. Yeah, you good to go? Cool. That's forced. Uh, people in in my chat were asking. I, I know this has a VR component. Have either of you played in VR before? Not yet. Max did. He played in VR when we were playing. Oh, really? Did, oh, really? Did he like it? He said it was fine. He loved it. He kept up just fine. Like there was no like. I didn't hear him like complain about anything. I didn't hear like he, he like. There was no, you know, a lot of times VR games, uh, if you play Suck. them VR, yeah, no, them, I, yeah, I know. Play, yeah, you play them like, you know, on your keyboard mouse. 
No, he was keeping up. He was going just as fast as everybody. I guess it's it's really good. Nice, cool. Glad to hear. I need my sensors to get back. I'm 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 ready to do VR again. I, I apparently I lost my index sensors in the move, which sucked. Oh so, really? Like, Did I, you have I, to buy yeah, them? I finally I just last over the course of last week um, unboxed like a wall of stuff from my old house. I was I was pretty sure the sensors were in there somewhere, but unfortunately they were not. So I had to get a couple other ones on the wall. Ah. How many did you end up buying? Are you going with just two? Um, I went. I went with four. Okay. I've heard. I've, I've heard that. Thinking about doing it. Yeah, I've heard. Like my my VR room is square, so I'm gonna yeah. pop one in each in each corner. And I've I've heard that the four tracking is apparently like phenomenal. Like yeah. you can like roll around on the ground and like it's perfect tracking all the time. So sounds kind of cool. I'm gonna yeah. give it a try and see how uh, see how that works. Yeah, I've been thinking about it too. I there's not really that much stuff that I want to. Steam did like a VR sale this past week. I was going to say, they're doing a VR event. Yeah. I think it's on right now, isn't it? It might be. I, I tweeted out, it's like, hey, is there anything that I should get? And most VR people Fest. are like, no. Uh, into yeah. the Radius. is, And Into the Radius, you might actually like. Uh, it is a... What's the, the stalkery one? Yes. Yes. And people say it's very, very good. That's uh, cool. 30% Dude, off right I, now. I have, I have, I think a solid six or seven VR titles that I've never played that people are like, you should play and will probably really like these. Yeah. Instead of just kind of like under the radar over the last, the problem with VR is it got flooded with low quality things. Yep. It got flooded with shooting galleries. It got flooded yep. with, flooded with tech demos masquerading as games. And like, it, it really didn't do VR any, any service. We, we, we still only have like Alex and resident evil. And like just a few others from like triple so devs, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm hoping, especially as PSVR, like I'm I can't wait for this Horizon. Like I'm hoping yeah, that, that should that's be good, super cool, yeah. So oh, oh yeah, lots of loot games. That's true. That's true. I, I can't wait to try that. I mean, I would never touch those. That uh, <laughs> that puzzle game that I played, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend for you to check out whenever you do get into VR. Oh yeah, it was one of the like smartest ideas I've seen in VR where it literally tracks your entire movement and that's how you solve the puzzles is by like creating a a chain as it were of of those movements very clever that'll be fun very yeah. good stuff uh what i have that, game? that i just mentioned yeah uh ooh, let me look i can't remember not zenith chat what is the name of that game the last clock winder oh yes is the name of it wow into Good. the radius 4200 reviews people very positive people said it's very very good wow yeah i, I had a bunch That's of people awesome. recommend uh, that to me in very uh energetic ways they were very about it oh man very cool. um <laughs> i don't necessarily have a I can't talk about playing it apart from five minutes, but I can tell you a story about how Forza deleted my entire save history, uh, which was really fun. Uh, (laughs) I went through a whole situation this week with Forza. It was a doozy. Um, Where do even, uh, where do even be? So the Forza Hot Wheels. How did the problem manifest? What happened? You just fired it up? I just fired the game up and the Forza the Forza 5 Horizon uh, pulls the save from the cloud, right? So I downloaded it from the uh, Xbox app on the Windows Store, 
downloaded it and loaded into the game. I had four cars. The game was brand new. It had all my like, you've played this game for 21 hours, but I had nothing. I had no progression whatsoever. And I was just like, well, this is what, like, how do I, how do I find my cloud save data that I put 20 plus hours into this game on? Where is that at? So I downloaded on the Xbox uh, and I wanted to see if I could like choose, you know, the cloud data that in uh, on Steam, whenever this happens, it says like, here's some different saves that are in the cloud. Which one would you like to play? And so I was hoping that was the case. It won. So uh, after some like very quick research, uh, this was a issue that got patched with the most recent update to Forza. But the issue was that when you start the game, for whatever reason, it will just not download the right cloud data and basically delete your entire progression. You lose all your cars, you lose all the money, nothing that you actually bought with real money is lost, but any like progression that you have in the game is just gone. And so I reached out and like looked on their help article. I found a help article with 500,000 people that had, I guess, viewed or commented on this thing. Very well-known problem. And the way that it got resolved was that I reached out, sent them my Twitch VOD from when I played in November of last year. And they were able to take that date and I guess go behind the scenes and look at their save data attached to my account. And then they sent me all of my, this is the fucked up part. They sent me all of my stuff back. They couldn't get my story campaign progression to me though but they could give me all my cars and all the money that I earned in game to my account. They did this though, by mailing me each item one by one. And so this goes for cars. This goes for any items that you can get for your character in terms of like apparel. This goes for any wheel spins. This goes for literally any item was one by one. So it took me about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes of just hitting a, to go through every mail item to get this stuff back into the game. So I lost How all many my items were there? Uh, I would like say hundreds? like, yeah, hundreds, probably, probably two, 300, um, in oh the email God, itself, it, initially I thought it was worse because in the email itself from support, they said your mailbox is capped at 520 items in order to get the items after that, you have to close and restart the game for the mail to like refilter and, or recycle and get back to you. And so I was thinking I had like 500 plus items, but I only had like two or 300, which was nice. But that was the whole process. Very upsetting. I played a little bit. I played like one map of the Forza DLC and I was just kind of pissed off and, and upset. Uh, it's understandable. I, I didn't want to play anymore. Uh, I could try to find the like opening of the, for, the Hot Wheel stuff because it is rather badass looking. Here it is. So this is like how the DLC starts uh, in Hot Wheels. Gorgeous looking game. Ran it like 100 FPS in 4K. Uh, super fun to play. I just kind of bummed out that I literally lost all my progression. Uh, what? Oh, move. But yeah, it it uh, it seems like it'd be a lot of fun to go through. The original Forza was a, a blast to go through with... with uh, Friends, it's got like drive guitar, so I think it says that I'm racing Burke and Lyric here, but those are just ghost AI uh, or ghost uh, 
ghost saves or trial runs or whatever the other characters. But yeah, the Forza DLC for uh, Hot Wheels is exactly what you expect. It's a giant Hot Wheels playground that looks really fucking badass. And it's gorgeous to look at. It does at. look pretty damn fun. Yeah, it's it's awesome to just see uh, running on, on, and there's fucking plain. It's really You dumb. have to use Windows Store? No, it's on Steam as well. It's on Steam as well. It's just uh, the code when it came out that Microsoft provided me was through the store, so that's what I have. Um, but I would 100% recommend to the Steam version. Don't don't use the store if you don't have to. Oh, yeah. yeah, I avoid that store. Like, yeah. like um, So can you play with, like, is it easy to set up community races and stuff in this game? Is that a thing? So I know you can have... I don't know if community races are something you can set up. I know when we played with like stripping in them, they would just be in our group. We could like ride around and, and start a, uh, start a group uh, race. Uh, people in my chat are saying that it, it is easy to start that stuff. I, I don't yeah. know um, how it works though. So I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't tell you. Okay. It might just be the type of thing where you go and like meet up and then people can join into it. Like you go to the spot, start the race and people join the race. But if there's only, I think races are 16 players. So, hmm. yeah. It's $20. So you have to buy the $60 game and then $20 on top of that for the Hot Wheels stuff? The Hot Wheels DLC is 20 bucks. Yeah, but it's a full-fledged DLC. Like, this has an entire story. It's got races and it's got multiple terrains. It's not just like, okay. it's not one track. Oh. Like, there's... Yeah. There's a shit ton of, there's multiple, there's like a magnet track. So like a mini expansion. Yeah. 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 Eventually you're like flipped upside down. There's like ice levels. Um, Also the base game's on game pass as well. Um, Oh, cool. So it's not a $60 purchase outright unless you want it. I'm I'm looking for community games to play in the evening to drink whiskey and beat up on my viewers in. So I, I'm wondering if this is something that would be fun for that. This is not bad you do have to here's the situation you still have to know you still have to be like pretty okay at driving even with all the assist turned on like i'm using a controller here i and i did okay with a controller i put i plugged in my actual like racing wheel it did not go well (laughs) i played against ai i I didn't do that well i i was Mm. not uh I think I got 14th out of 16 or something like that. Mm. Um, is that? Yeah. What? Why is it so much harder on the, on the wheel? You'd think it'd make it easier, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. It, it might factor in like oversteering or I don't know how to use the wheel that well. So there's also a learning curve there. Um, but it was definitely easier on a, on a controller. It might, it might just be experience with the wheel. The fun of racing games is proving though. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say if you're looking for uh play uh play Rocket League. Rocket League's pretty easy to get community folks in. That'd be yeah. a lot of fun to play. Okay. If you haven't played that game to death, that is. That game was Yeah, I played a lot. I've been we've been having a lot of fun with uh we've been doing Chivalry Chivalry Two. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. That's and true. uh fall guys has been super cool i still need to go back to fall guys though with the new the new twitch integrated tournament stuff which looks crazy really you can apparently set up private tournaments now for your twitch community um wow like it links accounts and everything it seems really cool i haven't i haven't done that yet does that go through like an extension or how does that i think it does if i'm not mistaken oh no somebody says it's bug right now 
That's not good. Oh. Yeah, it's, push- it's all, all guys is is very easy to play with their community now because they made it free. Yeah. So any yeah. anyone can just download it and play it. Which is and great. it's like what a three gig download or something super small mm-hmm. doesn't take a lot. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Also, the uh, if if they if it doesn't get pushed back, uh, Turbo Golf Racing comes out August fourth. That's on the fourth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, do you guys want to play that again? Oh, absolutely. Do. I'm. That you absolutely game was, do. There's okay. a there's actually a decent amount of stuff coming out that week. But yeah, I definitely want to play. Uh, I have I'm my gonna, container. I'm, I'm gonna all talk the, to you guys. All the bad emotions. I got it ready. It is ready to, <laughs> yeah. And throw it in the put it in the cellar, and then we're we're gonna chat um, after the stream. Okay. Think about it later. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely into that. Whenever uh, whenever we jump in, that was a lot of fun. Those clips are still in uh, in rotation on my outro, and every time I see them, I'm like fuck, I miss. It. I need to play that game again. That was a lot of fun. One of them's one of them's uh, where I shoot Zeke as well as I drive by and I say sorry Zeke and then there's about a five second pause and then he just screams at the top of his <laughs> lungs and I'm kind of I kind of hope that never leaves rotation. <laughs> what, what, what rotation is that in? And like my uh, whenever I end my stream, it just automates oh. it picks up uh, clips from my stream. That's it's okay. currently in like that era of the stream. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of uh, ones where, like, me and Co are both in first or second, and one of us, like, screws the other person over. There's some rage there. There's a lot of clips oh, from yeah. that day. Oh, yeah. We had, we had some good times with that. A lot of potential screwing in that game. Lots of screwing. Yeah. Yeah. We got, me and Co got, like, pretty, I, I don't want to be too, we got pretty good at the end of that stream. Yeah, pretty <laughs> we, good. We, were we got pretty good stuff. when we were playing against other new players. And then every yes. so often we'd get up against like people who really knew what they were doing or probably rocket league people. And it's just like, they just literally picked us up and wiped the floor. Yeah. Our carcasses. Yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. Yeah. like going through, like after the, after the servers were shut down, you can still play the demo, like the solo stuff. And after doing that, I wish I would have done that be- uh, first because you can play like part of the, part of the, uh, the single player is uh, you have to get like certain times and oh, it's like time trial it forces you to find like shortest routes and stuff and you play them over and over again. So the holes like become familiar to you rather yeah. than just you know, waiting for them. Like yeah. I wish all guys would do that, but you know, I get why they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And is there, do we know how many, I wonder how many new tracks there's going to be in that. And like the full release, because we were playing like a demo, right? So I wonder how much yeah. new new there will be. If it's full release, uh, it might be a shit ton. They said uh thirty something, I wanna really? say. Really? What thirty? Wasn't there only one six? The, yeah, in one the of the demo? devs was in my chat before I completely probably alienated him with my <laughs> rage. Um let's see. Crap. It ha- it has it somewhere on the Steam page. Oh, it is it is it not full release, Chad? Is it just early access on the? Yeah, it's early course? access. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was full release. It should still be be bigger. Well, than I don't know demo, actually. <clears throat> it, it says early access right now, but it's not released yet. So I'm guessing the, the early access thing will stay there. Yeah. yeah. Once it releases. Yeah, that's what Chad said. Because it hasn't been in early access yet; it's just been a demo. Yeah. Yeah. 
still looking forward to it that game i, I hope that game blows up it, it should i mean it's it was super addictive it's super cool it's like an it's like the evolution of of rocket league yes like it it's yeah it's and, really and it's just fun rocket league still super fucking huge still kicking ass yeah absolutely so it should be that was probably easy. in in recent memory that is the most one more i've done since like my first jaunt in path of exile <laughs> like just one more yeah just one more just one more well we did it we kept saying we did that like more five or six hour. times yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was crazy it was good it was a good time uh what else anything else we got about 20 minutes any any games uh, i've been playing i replayed dragon age inquisition are you done with it i'm done with it as of today oh and i okay. gotta say man okay so i played dragon age inquisition when it came out and it was real it was quick, good just real quick real quick ethica okay. tank thank you very much uh, 100 cosmetic options, 30, 30 playable levels in the Turbo Golf Racing. Nice. Exciting. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, so I played I played Dragon Age Inquisition when it came out. And it was good. I did a 100% run. It was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. The story was pretty good. Um, so, But one of the things that I never really did was I never did the DLC. There's three DLCs, Descent, Jaws of Akan, and Trespasser. Hmm. And with Trespasser, I had heard from many people after it came out that it was definitely something special. You got to check it out. Like, it's, it's cool. And, I, and over the years, I was just kind of like, ah, you know, whatever. I'll get to it when I can. Not a big deal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I decided to return to it because they recently announced that the next Dragon Age game is called Dreadwolf. And when, when that was announced, just the name, so many people were like, oh man, this is directly from Trespasser. The game is going to take place right after Trespasser. And I immediately was like, oh, like, I've never played Trespasser. Like, just hearing about this game could be spoilers. Like, I need to replay this game. I need to play Trespasser. Let's make it happen. So I started my playthrough. 70 hours later, I did a, a full run, all base quests, all companion quests, all the DLC, including Trespasser. And my view of Dragon Age Inquisition with Trespasser has gone from this game is is good, okay to good to like this game is on par with with like my favorite Dragon Age games origin. Hmm. Like Trespasser is phenomenal. It's basically the last like 15 to 20% of the game, and it basically includes the real ending. Like the 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 it, it makes the original game feel like it's incomplete. Like when I finished Trespasser, I was like, this shouldn't be an expansion. There's no question this should be part of the base game. The revelations that happen in that game affect the entire world. Like not not like just that game or just the events in that game. Like they basically dive into like complete and total world lore development. There are huge reveals. There are beautiful environments. Uh, it is it is ridiculously cool what they do with trespasser and uh, and and how they shape the characters and things of that nature but i got to say going back to this game not only does this game super super keep up for being a 7 year old game like this game could come out today and i would think it's it would still look pretty but with the few mods that i used to taking away some of the more questionable mechanics um i used like four mods and uh they made the gameplay experience just wildly more entertaining and it's nice. it's just phenomenal. It is such a better game than I remembered or gave it credit for, especially when you factor in the DLCs. Not only was the last DLC amazing, but one of the other DLCs called The Descent. Not only is the DLC itself just cool as hell, but it also introduces like crazy giant lore bending like 
huge revelations that could they could make entire games based on like based on some of the stuff that, that was in that so super super cool and uh i if you have if you've played dragon age inquisition but not played the dlcs strongly recommend a replay like it's only like eight bucks these days for everything it's oh, a really? really good deal oh yeah yeah and it's on sale all the time that's awesome so uh it is it's amazing yeah super super great does the uh do the i remember this game for me personally like i was just not i don't know if it is this game class-based can you choose a class does it have classes yeah. the, okay does it it's have class-based classes? with subclasses D does it introduce any new ones from the dlc nope not in the dlc there okay. are four four base classes and then each base class or, or three base classes I, I guess or technically and then each base class has three specializations all right and the specializations vary wildly in in how they play yeah is it, is it like it's also on game pass oh okay is it game pass with with ea or is it just game pass i think it's game pass game pass okay yeah yeah chat saying game of the year edition is free on game pass with game pass ultimate cool yeah it was it was a phenomenal playthrough i loved every minute of it and it's it's especially with trespasser it is one of the better rpg options available i'd say right now for sure for rpg fans sweet cool uh how long was that dlc the trespasser stuff uh it took i think about six hours and i was okay, relatively thorough nope not too bad with, with as much as it covers it's it's pretty wild yeah um, and the other two dlcs i'd say are between like four and six hours each as well the base game's pretty long too so a lot of, a lot of very quality very quality things about the game for sure oh that's a good question it got answered but i'll still ask anyways in case other people are, are curious uh can you use mods with game pass the answer was yes but do you know how that I think works yes i think you can Does i don't it... know how it works okay but i'm pretty sure you can yeah the four the four big mods i used were enhanced party banter because for some reason the base game doesn't have the party talking nearly as much as they they normally do huh. um and enhanced party banter makes them talk a lot more and they have really funny interesting things to say uh also used a mod that made it so when you ping which is a really annoying mechanic anyway it, the ping is bigger and sees through walls so it ah. means that you don't have to spam it as much um the third mod was a it completely removes the pickup animation the pickup animation is super annoying I remember, this game. About that, yeah. I remember really getting bugged by it when i played it the first time so just removing that is awesome and then the fourth mod takes away arguably one of the more controversial mechanics which basically turns this this mechanic called the war table uh the base game has the war table be this like mobile game style timer thing where like you sent off agents on missions but the missions were like sometimes 24 30 hours long it was so dumb it has no place in a game like this and uh it, the mod basically just sets all those timers to zero so you so can you just, just do whatever it. you want to do that's you cool. just get all the lore and all the good the good stuff done in them so um yeah uh, with those four mods the gameplay experience was significantly more enjoyable cool is there a loot tied to that? That's like the WoW system, the World of Warcraft system that I remember. Was there loot tied to any of that, or is it just lore-based? Uh, there is loot and items tied to that system. Um, there's also, like, experience gain and gold and things like that. There are some very thorough, easy guides that you can do. There's, I think, hundreds of missions. Oh, wow. So in some missions, you have to do certain ways to open up others, and it's it's kind of a mess, honestly. But there, there are some very easy websites that kind of chain everything together and make it pretty easy to min-max if you want to. Got it. Cool. That's Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, I honestly have not, like, the past week, I haven't even, if I stream, I've just been watching videos. Like, there's been nothing out that I've been interested in playing. I started playing League of Legends ranked with Chris, with Sacriel, 
that's like giving a friend crack. Uh, <laughs> or that poor Twitter thread, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, the first thread that hurt. That yeah. hurt to read. That that was actually enjoyable in like a. It, it was enjoyable in like a man. This is like hell. This is like a nightmare situation. Like holy fuck, holy, I can't believe Chris's first game, like his first game ever of League of Legends ranked, and a guy is running it down mid. For those that don't play, he's just right clicking down into the enemy's base and talking about how he's going to kill himself. Like for a first, <laughs> for a first experience with League ranked. Like that's the that's the stuff that people meme about, and for it to actually occur, you're just kind of like, Chris, this like this is not really how it usually is, but it also is kind of how it is sometimes. <laughs> He's like, this is wild. You like, can you like report that somehow? Oh yes, or yeah. You report. Try to get him help. We or got something. Banned. Okay, he got banned. Yeah. Well, no. he got banned. <laughs> okay, he got banned. We'll hope. <laughs> Okay. He, he ruined that game. I don't know about his mental health, but man, did he ruin that game, Co. That's, <laughs> that's Dude, I have thanked my Legends cards so many times playing when I was playing TFT that there's no like mic function there. Like, oh, <laughs> oh man, it's Lee because we we had that same conversation of like, I kind of want to like help this dude. I, he might be trolling, but I guess we're gonna ban this guy <laughs> and then. We reported him for like self harm, and it said right. Oh, so after that's a, actually a reportable thing. You well, can report well, we, a person. I it actually might be explicitly stated because I if somebody oh, if you're, if you're oh, yeah. reporting something for self harm, I would hope to God that that if that's an option for a report, that the company would at least somewhat attempt to follow up on that. Like that yeah, would I'm be not, so strange. I don't, I can't, I'd have to open it up and like play a game real quick. So you can only report when you're in the post game lobby. You can't go back and report retroactively. But I think it, and I don't think they follow up at all. Co reported, uh, reported for self harm, banned for self harm, ride to that person. Yeah, if you could please like not do that in the <laughs> game, like you're totally bringing down the vibe, man. Just like take that somewhere else. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then like the other games were, it was, it was mm. like, it was, it was like we were going through a checklist of every awful situation that you could be in League of Legends in those five games. Every single one was like two people uh, bickering back and forth about politics. And then it turned into like, I'm going to murder you. Oof. And then they started inting and feed, feeding, which is inting. Um, and meanwhile, me and Chris are just like normal. Uh, <laughs> and then I don't even I forgot what was in that Twitter thread which is kind of fucked up to begin with that like awful shit occurred. And it was just like, that's league, like another day at league of legends. That's how, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, but Chris <laughs> has probably played. He's like kind of addicted. He's, he's like 50 or 60 games in, I think at this point. That's, that's I think, I think playing league yeah. of legends is also kind of like working like in a horse stall or the monkey cage or, you know, whatever, like, you just stop smelling the shit after a while. Like, it just becomes normal air. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Muting yeah. chat is a thing in League. I actually remember, JP, in your title, yes. you were like, I'm jungling without chat. I remember yes. seeing that a few times. Like, you can chat just, off the second screens. you join yeah. a game, you can just type slash mute all, and it just yeah. mutes everyone. Oh, by the way, I just got right now the uh, authorization that we can announce this. Nice. We 
us three have been given three day early access before the game comes out to play that game that we want to play august 1st uh, the, i'm in yep august 1st man man so if we want to we can jump in and play what what you just give it like four no on august 1st oh what god do? any other day i'm so fucking got so many things stacked up what if we, what if we no. do the 31st devs i mean that's next sunday that's when our show normally is you get more eyes on it golf game we're, we're talking we're talking about the golf we got game. it let's uh, work with us here we'll guys go. let's uh you know this is how the and if you ever wonder how emails work between influencers, it's just me going, "Hey, come on, come on, guys, maybe." <laughs> I mean, it's just a are little bit sure? more money. I mean, it's uh, oh, also, hey, it's it's the triple gob devs are watching. Uh, I don't remember which one was in my channel. Uh, no hard feelings, bro. Right? Okay. <laughs> I, I, hey, hey, there. Okay, the guy, the guy that's helping us out, just said, "I can ask, but no promises." Okay, so <laughs> okay. we're. Maybe right. maybe we can do a special a special er, drop frames early yeah. look on the thirty first, and we can do drop frames games next week. Yeah, or uh, yeah, we would we would totally do that. Because otherwise, amazing. look, it's either that or it's going to be me and Co talking about some Xenoblade Chronicles three. So, oh, it's a good point. Please, please, God, please, can we play this game? Because <laughs> that that drops Friday. I'm I'm very much into that. But hey. I am actually getting pretty excited. I ended up watching that eight minute video and Oh, is uh, there a recap for it? Oh, some, oh, oh, the, 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 the eight minute yeah, yes. dude, there, yeah. There's some really good looking stuff in there for techno like for techie fans. Like some of those the the yeah. models and art and stuff and the, the world lore and everything, it's looking uh, looking pretty good. Yeah. Looking pretty good. I'm excited pretty for pumped. it. It's it's my can't control to can't wait game. to control my MMO party. My six seven player mmo seven player party. party yeah i just can't wait for every single one of them to shout out every one of the moves they're doing <laughs> i am also <laughs> excited for the party chatter uh that will probably put tells of uh arise to shame uh it's oh I'm ex- God, it's dude. gonna be a good one especially so looking if, forward if, to fuse with your waifu i mean i'm not not looking forward to that love fusing with my waifu that's a big uh oh, big thing i'm into um i really hope there's a rhyme time character though Oh yes. I really hope it's just a character that shouts it's rhyme time over. And I didn't over. get that far, but I got I got far enough for that. And over. And oh. did you play Tales of Arise, by the way, Co? Did you a little bit? Did you unlock the mage? Did you get to the mage character? The I little girl? No. Okay. Maybe? The the little mage girl at some point in her constant dialogue chatter just starts saying blah 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 magic. That's like an actual voice line that she will spout out constantly within combat. And it's my respect for that hilarious. game just went up immeasurably. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Blah, but blah, blah. She magic. just goes, blah, 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 magic. And then like cast the spell. And you're like, okay. I mean, maybe okay. they're self aware. Yeah. It's right when, to the it's point. When she charges spells. Yeah. Seems like they're, they're aware of that. It's actually a perk and it means she casts magic. Aster, that's amazing nice that is that is actually amazing love it love it uh what else? i don't zeke co anything else i guess? played madison i want madison just oh yeah me too game. how was madison uh, yeah. i played it too you played it too yeah okay cool i heard uh, good things about it it's good should i show dude, footage of it, it? is it spoiler fantastic you, yeah you, you can, can show footage okay all right yeah, um madison is a is a uh 
first person horror game horror suspense uh puzzle-ish i guess a puzzle light kind of a game um and it was it's it was a, a hell of an experience one of the better like creepy horror games that i played in a long time and i've played a lot um it is very well very well constructed as far as atmosphere it all takes place in in one location you know give or take but in it takes place in this house and uh you are uh tasked with figuring out um what happened to the people that lived here like what like your relationships to these people are and that kind of thing um you get uh, a camera a la visage kind of like you take pictures of 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 stuff um and uh there there's a a little bit of collectible here and there but it never seemed like it was super intrusive or like you can get it if you want kind of a thing like i didn't really care all that much um it's about a a nine hour experience it was nine hours for me but i'm guessing for like most people it'd be like seven ish what was your Um, hours in madison uh let me take a load up on steam if you want to look yeah my Madison run was four, uh, 4.9 hours, five hours. <laughs> it's about go. double okay. the time. You, you actually know Zeke time very well, Zeke. Um, yeah. Good. Well, I, I did get stuck <clears throat> in a couple of parts. Um, I and did too. I was looking around for stuff. There, there was a, there was a section that was, that I complained about that I still hold by. Like that was, it's the checkpoint system is a little funky, uh, especially in parts. Like, Okay. I just like Madison. You you made me think of this, and I just want to say it again and again and again and again and again and again and again for all game developers out there. Put a fucking checkpoint after any long scene, any long sequence or scene. Don't put the checkpoint fucking before it. Put it after the thing, so we don't have to go through that shit again. Okay, immediately after, just put the checkpoint right there. Boom, uh, right there. That's my thank you for coming to my TED talk. Right. But, Real quick, uh, JP, JP, are you ever planning on playing this game? I know you have like a horror game aversion. Oh no, no, I, zero okay. reason. So I was gonna say, feel feel free to talk about examples, Zeke. I'm curious, like where you got stuck and what part you're talking about. I can put up a spoiler was... tag too if you want. Does that work? Should we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't remember specifically, but I do remember. I just remember a part. It just made me think of that 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 thing. But I remember a part of the game that is super like tedious you have to do something again and again and if you fuck it up you have to go all the way back to the beginning of that thing and do it again and again and again and again and then you it's mm. like you put the puzzle at the end like the figure it out at the end of this fucking tedious section and you're just like oh damn, damn it. and i do that thing like like three or four times and by the end of it i was like that give me give me some more movement speed if you're gonna fucking do that put like put like a, a you know a moving walkway at the bottom here so i can like fucking go faster uh and then yeah put the put the checkpoint immediately after that please um but that was the only that was the only complaint i have with the game the game uh the atmosphere is great the uh the the effects and stuff were like really really cool um really creepy really immersive i guess is is the one thing that i think is that this game does very well it like it it it's closed in you there's no like outside time you're 
Like you got walls or darkness surrounding you at all times. So you never like really see anything else. You know, it feels very like, um, um, like no escape kind of a feeling, which I kind of dig, you know? Yeah. Um, I will say one, one other like very, very minor and funny kind of gripe is that you went a little overboard on the, you know, spooky Halloween sound sick CD. You know, it's like every once in a while, like just a random like or random like, you know, chair being moved or like something that you're like, there's no reason for that. Like, you come up with a reason for that shit to happen because it's just it's just they it sounds like a fucking random spooky sound CD like <laughs> on loop or on random or something like that. Um, but other than that, the sound design was excellent. The enemy or or whatever that's chasing you design is great. There are moments where it's like I'll just say blue knees. I uh, won't go into any more detail than that, but blue knees, seriously scary. Like fucking, like that shit had me shitting. Um, and that doesn't ever happen. I'm usually, I can usually roll with the punches. I, I'll, I'll, I'm very jumpy. I'll get jump scared a lot. Like that's fine. That, but that's it's different than being creeped out. And that motherfucker creeped me out. You know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 100%. like solid game. Uh, it, it is. Like, it took me nine hours, but that's Zeke time because I bullshit and talk and make jokes and all that kind of shit. Co did it in five. Four and a half. So, <clears throat> there you go. Take take I, that for what it's worth. Uh, it, is a, it is a pretty spendy game for that many hours, 35 bucks. But for me, okay. for me, uh, have it, like the, the experience of it and how much I love, like, horror games, especially when they're done well, it was definitely worth it for me. Um I'll say, dude, even at my five hours, I think it was worth it. The presentation was top notch. Like it was, there was a lot of, of like, to be fair, I would say just like cheap jump scares, like low effort jump scares, but they were still good. Like they were done in a way that still would get you, even though like it was literally just throwing something in front of you, like out of nowhere. Uh, it was, it was overall a very solid horror experience. And it even does have some light puzzles. Like the, there was a couple, since the spoiler thing is up, um, there were definitely a couple times when I was like wandering around having no idea where to go. And I just happened to catch someone in chat be like, follow the bugs. And I was like, what do you mean follow the bugs? Oh. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so oh, okay, okay. And um, like that was, that was, uh, and I had to go back and like use a thing again to get an item that I needed to progress at that point, which is a little weird. But, you know, again, if I had been paying attention earlier, they specifically said like bugs go where the weird shit is. So, you know, like, that was on me. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a very good experience from beginning to end. It was super scary, very weird. Like from the very second the game starts, they put you in a weird position. Like it is a very creepy, like what in God's name is going on right now kind of thing. And they do it pretty well. And uh, I'm not going to speak on it, but the ending, I I mm. liked it. The, what, I thought, what I thought, what I thought happened, if that was like what their what their intentions were, I I enjoyed that. I thought that was a pretty cool like. It was a good wrap. Can you pop, up the, can you pop the spoiler one more time? Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Okay, don't don't. I'm gonna talk about the ending for thirty seconds. Ninety percent certain your dude sacrifices himself, and that you then then he gets possessed by the spirit. I think that's what happens. He kills himself, and then the spirit takes over the body, and he comes back to life as the killer. 
think at that point as Madison, which is yeah. freaking crazy considering like the rest of the game and like the ritual and everything. And then, and then you find out like w- that you actually were the dude that the dad was crying about at the beginning. Like, you just happened to do that while possessed, chopped off your siblings l- limbs and stuff like, Oh man, whole thing. It's wild. It's wild, dude. It's wild. Okay. We're done. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Spoiler over. That's Madison. That's the show. I played another game that we're going to talk about next week. So. Oh, what's the name oh. of that? Uh, it's a it's a it's a game I saw on Indie Day, and uh-huh. it was, it's another. The, there's a this trend of the back rooms games coming out, okay. which is like uh, I don't know if you like you guys are familiar with the back rooms, like that whole kind of idea. The back rooms is like an old office building, and it has all of these rooms that look almost exactly the same, and just like yellow walls with like doorways and stuff. But like you get, you can get like so lost in them. Like it's another fucking world or dimension or whatever. It's been like a slew. There's been a slew of games and videos and huh. all kinds of stuff related to that shit. And I played the back rooms, 1998. And that game was terrifying. I just, I want to talk about it next week. Huh. Okay. Me. All right. And also next week, unless we're playing that ridiculous golf game, which hopefully we are, we can talk about it during that. Uh, I'm back in no man's sky. The yeah, newest update. Been, I saw you started a brand new save, and uh, but I haven't gotten any of the cool stuff yet, so we'll hopefully have more to talk about next week. I was thinking of jumping in, but in the next, I saw Goth, or maybe he mentioned when he's on the show. In the next update, like 4.0, isn't it the big one? So the next update is 4.0, and the I might jump um, into that then. And and the six years in like just a couple weeks, but we don't know when that can be. And and he's currently doing updates like 3.97, so <laughs> I mean it okay. could be a ways off. Like Goth is right, something big is probably going to become in 4.0 um but at the same time it could still be a ways off sure if he does major updates like 3.98 3.99 like i mean it could be next year you know so if you want to jump back in i would probably say you're probably be okay cool okay cool uh zeke this might be of interest to to you someone in my chat said the creator of severance which i don't know if you've watched that show on apple uh tv said that backrooms was an influence on the show oh that makes total sense severance is is wonderful yeah i haven't watched it yet that's that's one and for my money like one of the best intro sequences of any show ever (laughs) have you seen peacemaker yeah well is better than that intro that it that or did that intro not do anything for you it was it was cheap it's it's Uh, it's something in show business we know as like you know like that's gonna get people to like it if you do a if you do a song like if you're in a musical and the fucking the the lines are going badly just speed up the lines and get to the song because the song (laughs) will get them all back (laughs) and that's it's a yeah it's been in show business forever it's like if it's got a song with some cool dance moves like it doesn't matter if the show like sucks up till that point true i got you co did you have one more thing before we do announcements you had a that's it okay you had like a oh yeah oh i did hard hard played a little hard space shipbreaker cool game super chill okay Cool. Talk about yeah. next week. Next week. Uh, Zeke, start us off. Do some shout outs. What you got going on? Let people know. We'll do. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Thank you to, to JP and Co for being co hosts every week. I appreciate you. Uh, my name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I am in the middle of doing a charity drive for the entire month of July and Turbo Golf Racing people. If we can have that. <laughs> that 31st if we can get the game on the 31st i will convince 
Whoa. Uh, Co and JP to do like gambling for charity while we do like holes for money. Okay. Oh, damn. Uh, it's for oh. charity. So it'll I'm be, in. it'll be, that's the last day of the thing. So if we can do that, that'd be awesome. Um, okay. Otherwise, you guys should just donate to my charity. Cheap bastards. Um, anyway. <laughs> is it, wait, wait. Is is the thirty first the last day of the charity thing? Yeah, I'm doing it the entire yeah. month of July. Awesome. Okay, so that's like the big last day. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yes, it okay. Is. Yeah. We'll we'll have we'll uh, have some we'll fun be, with that for sure. Yeah, we'll be pushing to uh, to try to hit the the stretch goal of twenty thousand uh, for a hot sauce stream. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So that's that's uh, that. Uh, I'm going to be doing. Oh, tomorrow is my first is the first inaugural show of. The Hundred Club, the One Hundred Club, uh, premiering on uh, Twitch.tv slash t- slash Table Story uh, at uh, four PM Eastern, one PM Pacific. That is tomorrow. It's going to be an ongoing show, Cowboy Bebop inspired, uh, scum and villainy rule set. Uh, you know, set in our solar system with you know space and, and, tr- and that kind of stuff. You know, bounty hunters and shit. So it's going to be really fun. I hope, you, I hope to see you there tomorrow. Uh, and then Tuesday, I have a one hundred month sub appreciation game stream for uh mad bomber gonna do the mega man x collection ooh, that's happening ooh, ooh. So, yeah lots of fun shit coming up this week for me thanks for watching awesome stuff co do some shout outs sure as always big thank you to jp and zeke a lot of fun this week my name is co hi gonna be doing uh no man's sky tomorrow we're gonna be doing a little bit tonight as well hoping we can kind of maybe get our freighter tonight my goals for this no man's sky run is to really test and see what we can do with this new freighter build system Apparently they have put in a bunch of new stuff for freighter building. I'd love to see just kind of what we can do with a giant mobile base in the game should be awesome. There's also been like three expansions I've never played. So we got a lot of stuff to do. I want to get me one of those solar sail ships. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Next week is going to be pretty chill as we explore more No Man's Sky. Maybe check out a few other little indie games. Uh, we're going to be playing Xenoblade, of course, as soon as we can get our grubby hands on that. And uh, yeah, if I don't see you for any of that, hope to see you next week for hopefully some of that golf game. And if not, uh, see you next week for another show. Yeah, I hope, <clears throat> hope we can do the golf game uh, next week. Yeah, be Devs, fun. don't destroy our hope. Jeez. Uh, what do I got coming? Wow. Up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was a little heavy. But don't destroy. <laughs> I'm going to double down. Don't destroy our hope. Uh, what are we doing tomorrow? MCU crew, a lot of San Diego Comic-Con news about Marvel, so we'll be jumping into all that. That'll be at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, kind of just coasting along till Xenoblade on Friday, and then we're doing a full playthrough of that. Uh, and probably once that, I guess that golf game comes out, jumping into that. A couple things in early August as well uh, that we uh, that I got access to a couple days ago, which I'm going to be jumping into and then we'll kind of see. Uh, there's not too much out on the horizon until like October-ish. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we go from there, and we'll uh, we'll figure out some games to play between now and then. Drop frames will always be on, regardless of what happens. Every Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. That's what we got planned. Uh, maybe even a guest or two in the future. I know. Ooh, ooh. I know. Ooh, expender. I don't know who those people. I I don't have any plans. I'm just saying. Maybe I'll go talk to some people and see if they want oh. to come on. I don't want to get. I'm not going to get people's hopes up. So you don't do it either, golf game people. We're back on this, huh? I'm. We're we're circling back around. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week for more drop frames with maybe a golf game on it. Maybe, if we're lucky.
we're going to get our hopes up.